Tonight is the 93rd meeting between these two schools. Erieville, with an X at the first, leads the series 64 to 25 and three ties. The first meeting between these two schools date back to 1927, in which the Rebels won 18 to nothing. Maryville holds the longest winning streak in the series at 15 from 70 to 84. And last season, Maribel defeated the Tornadoes 14 to nine. Since 2015, the average margin of victory has been seven points, and that average is Maryville 25, Alcoa 18.8. This series has basically three different nicknames. Of course, the Battle of Pistol Creek, the rivalry forged in molten metal, and the class of champions. And a quote from George Williams, uh, the late George Williams, a historian of, and resident of Alcoa, says, the most interesting thing about this rivalry is its origin that had nothing to do with football. And funny, I ran into Greg McLean yesterday, and I was like, I forgot to call him. Heath, I wanted Greg McLean. He is the uh, city of Maryville planner and uh, basically runs the uh, everything Maryville. And he does an outstanding job on the history of the city of Maryville and the city of Alcoa. And I wanted to get him on on that pregame show to detail uh, that history. We've done it before on here, but and it, 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 you've got it written down here as well in your little bio. And shame on you for missing last week. I did not have my <laughs> preparation tools to get ready, and I did the best I could. Uh, <laughs> And, and and so did Northview. I was about as equivalent doing a broadcast without your material as North <laughs> Northview was last week playing Alcoa and losing 63 to eight. But Heath, as you said in your files here, tonight's the 93rd meeting. Maryville has quite the win advantage, but they're also twice in two, two and a half, three times as big a school as Alcoa. Yeah, 6A program in Maryland football, playing a 3A program in Alcoa. But no matter what the size of these schools, the heart of each and every player is huge, as this rivalry has been intense over several years dating back to 1927. And this year looks to be none different, Marty. Maryville comes into this game 3-0, 1-0 in region play after defeating Farragut last week 42-14. This team coming off a tough loss last season in the semifinals to Oakland. Maribel lost 7-49. to Oakland went on, I believe, to be state champions. Maribel's hoping to do that this season. They're currently averaging 47 points a game, only allowing 15. And a lot of key players helping them do that. But, Marty, you turn the script and you look at our team, the Alcoa Tornadoes. 3-0 and this season as well. They're 2-0. and and region play so far and last week defeated the Cougars of Northview Academy 63 to 8 Alcoa averaging 53 points a game this season and only allowing nine both of these schools are ranked in the high school football America preseason top 100 and they've continued to stay in that top 100 as this week Alcoa sits at 96 in the nation Maryville at 60 should be a great battle tonight and as you said, Alcor ranked 96, ranked 94th last week, mm -hmm. wins 63-8 and drops two spots. 
So um, I don't think there's anything to prove there. I really don't think Coach Rankin worries about national rankings. I think he worries about what happens at Goddard Field and on the Alcoa schedule and in his 3A region. Other than that, I don't think he loses a lot of sleep over a lot of these uh, fictitious polls. No, he certainly doesn't, Marty. I think the one thing Coach Rankin worries about is how this defense is going to stop this Maribel high-powered offense. When you look at running back Noah Vaughn for Maribel, 42 attempts, 473 rushing yards this season, six touchdowns, averaging 11.3 yards per carry. And right behind him, sophomore running back Gage Ledoux also gets a lot of carries, 22 carries, 189 yards, and three touchdowns as well with an average of 8.6 yards a carry. And you think about the quarterback, the senior quarterback in Carson Jones, played in this game last year, had a big second half that helped lead Maryville to the victory. He's back tonight. He's seasoned. He's 39 of 52 for the season for 546 yards and seven touchdowns. And guess what? He can run the football as well as he's got 12 runs for 27 carries and two touchdowns. And it wasn't just his arm, Marty, but it was his feet that gave Alcoa fits in the second half last season. It was indeed. And in most particular, it was the play right after the uh, tackle by uh, Maribel's number 17, Lou Birchfield, on a fourth down play that kind of ignited and switched the momentum. And on the next play, Jones took it some 30 yards inside the Alcoa red zone. And from there, Maryville scored and then scored again. And, you know, you think if you hold the Maryville Red Rebels to 14 points as, as uh, much of an offensive mastermind as Coach Hunt is, that you've got a very good chance to win. But as we hear so many times, not so fast. Uh, we lost last year in a game that I really, you know, our, our – our colleagues that sit across the field from us tonight from Maryville, they'll disagree, but last year was a game that I thought we should have won. We were the better team. We didn't play like it. Yeah, we certainly didn't. A lot of uh, talented seniors on last year's football team that were really hoping to come away with a victory, and I think many people thought that they would, um, but a couple bad plays here and there. Also, Marty, depth plays a big factor in a game like this. When you think about a 6A program versus a 3A, it can be tight at the beginning, but the question is, who's going to last the longest? Can this 3A team keep up with the giant in the Maryville Rebels? But one of the things Maryville's going to have to account for this season that they didn't last year is senior quarterback Caden Buckles. Buckles last season joined the Tornadoes from Catholic High School, but was not eligible to play until the playoffs where he came in, I believe, in the second round against Gallenberg Pittman, third round against Gallenberg Pittman, started from there on out, ended up being the MVP of the state championship for Alcoa, and uh, finished the season last year, Marty, 39 of 54, 605 yards passing, completing 72% of his passes, averaging 15.5 yards a throw and four TDs, and this season picking up right where he left off as he is 19 to 26 completing 73% of his passes, 279 yards, averaging 4.6 yards per pass and four touchdowns. But he can also run the football when needed. Now, he doesn't do it a ton, but he does do it when needed, and he's made the most of it, Marty, as nine rushing attempts, 43 yards, 4.8-yard average, and four TDs. So out of nine carries, four of those for touchdowns. Well, I'll tell you the person that's made the most of their carries in their time with the football, and that's Jordan Harris. 
He's got six carries on the year, two touchdowns, and averages 28 and a half yards per carry. Yes, 28 and a half yards per carry. He also almost took a kickback in the first game of the season. And then Coach Rankin, when we started talking about the advantage we had there, Coach Rankin said, I don't know if we've got the advantage in the kicking game or special teams because Maryville always has a kicker that kicks the ball into the end zone, which you and I and everyone that follows high school football knows is an automatic touchback. It nullifies any threat that you may have as a return team. Well, Marty, you talk about Jordan Harris. Uh, I like to call him Air Jordan Harris because when the young man touches the football, it's destined for greatness as he has made so many big plays. And as you mentioned, only six carries for 171 yards, almost 30 yards a carry with two TDs. And then receiving, he's done a lot too. Slice and dice the defense. He's only got six catches, but he's got 64 yards, averaging 10.7 yards per catch and one touchdown as well. But Marty, the great thing about this Alcoa deep, our offense that I like, is it's kind of a thunder and lightning in the Indeed. backfield as we've started to see the emergence. And I, I've been hyping him up since this offseason, especially on defense. But offensively, we're starting to see the emergence of Elijah Cannon. Elijah Cannon, nine carries, 131 yards, 14.6 yards per carry, five touchdowns. So out of the nine carries, five of those have gone for touchdowns. So you've got the speed with Harris. But if you need to go down the middle and ram it down the throat, you've got Elijah Cannon. And the scary thing about him is, Marty, as big as he is, he can move. Well, and speaking of big and moving, I think you're going to see um, Eli Owens tonight make some plays too. He goes 6'3", 230 pounds, and he's a freshman. He got injured the first time he touched the ball early in the game last week, uh, limped off. Coach says he's rehabbed this week. He's 100%. Need will not be a problem. Um we're going to take a quick break, and when we do, we'll come back with Dan the Man and Dan the Man's scouting report on the Maribel Red Rebels. You're listening to the Everding Orthodontics pregame show right here from Goddard Field in Alcoa on WKVL 100.9 and streaming on WKVLradio.com. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight. But we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. 
At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke, you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things big orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, 
individual and business tax returns. Compilation Review and Assurance Services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at caricoconstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. El Jimador Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Welcome back to Goddard Field. Sorry about the lengthy commercial break, but they had a tribute to the 13 soldiers uh, who had died in Afghanistan as we vacated that country recently and uh, also an observance of 9-11 which is tomorrow all of us remember where we are or were on that uh, particular sad day in our nation's history and then of course the national anthem i am pleased now to be joined by dan the man branton and he is going to bring you the omega technology scouting report on the Maryville red rebels omega technology Blunt County's new merchant processor. Dan, take it. Thank you, Marty. Um, this Maribel team is 
like most Maryville teams in the past five or six years, have just been disciplined, full of talent, and I feel like this is going to be a great game. So with that being said, so currently they're 3-0. and Their last three victories, they've defeated their opponents total of 143 to 45 points and some impact players let's start with the offense so obviously their quarterback Carson Jones 6'2 215 he can make plays with his legs he also has a really strong arm he's very accurate when he throws the ball he's able to get it out to his guys they also have like he mentioned beforehand the really stout running back and Noah Vaughn, as well as a really talented running back backfield anyway. Not only Noah Vaughn, but you have guys like Cannon, I mean, <clears throat> sorry, Jackson <laughs> Phillips and Gage LeDude. All a very stout running back backfield, and they all, obviously Maribel has those really talented skill players, especially number 19 receiver, 6'4", 195, Markel Fortenberry. He's very fast, he's really big, and he's like really good with the jump ball. And this defense, not as talented as the offense, I would say, but but very sound nonetheless. They play their assignments, they get to the ball, and they will try to force Alcoa tonight to try to make as many mistakes as they can because that's what this Maribel defense is built on. Sound, solid, scheme defense, and just, you know, do, doing, doing their jobs and making those plays. What really stood, as you were doing your scouting report, what really stood out to you uh, about the Red Rebels? Any certain statistic or anything, anyone that really jumped out and grabbed your attention? Probably their best defensive player since he is a, he, he's, I wouldn't say recently because I don't know for sure, but he is right now a commitment to Appalachian State. That would be strong safety senior number one, DJ Burks, six foot 190. He's a ball hawk. Um, he's very quick to the ball, and he's very smart. He's one of those leaders on that Maryville Rebels defense. And with how, sm with how intelligent he is, with, and he does his job really well, and I feel like he should be able to make an impact for the Rebels tonight against the Alcoa Tornadoes. Indeed, and that's a very good observation because he may be the best football player on the field. Takeaway, I'm real. I've really got a, good, a fondness for Jordan Harris of the Tornadoes. That kid, whenever he touches the ball or around it, makes something happen. And uh, Dan, thank you very much for the Omega Technology scouting report on the Maryville Red Rebels. And we will take another break now as we will be back and we will lead you through the stats for both teams coming up. I'll turn it over to Heath and we will get you through that after this break. And we'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Everding Orthodontics pregame show here on WKVL 100.9 and WKVLradio.com. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164 
Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan, I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Tired of your current job? Looking for a career change? Want to stay home in Blount County? Then check out the many job openings and company career pages at BluntAreaJobs.com. Here you'll find complete job descriptions and an easy application process. Don't waste any more time. Get to searching for your next career you can find Blunt Area Jobs on Facebook and Instagram. We are Windy City Grill and we brought Chi Town Taste to the 865. Chicago style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. 
your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. underway as the kick by Maryville will sail into the end zone. It's fielded by Jordan Harris about eight yards deep and that will be an automatic touch a touchback and Alcoa will start from their own 20 yard line. It will be Buckles at quarterback, Harris in the backfield and it looks like Bryant, Williams and the other receiver Eli Owens. Eli Owens, the tight end in the slot. Two backs in the backfield, and it will be Buckles back. He's going to throw. He's hit as he throws. It's still a good pass. That'll be interference. And Maryville will start with a penalty defensively. Alcoa will get a first down. And that actually was probably a good play, Heath, by the Maryville defensive back to just go ahead and level the receiver right there and not give him a chance to make a play on the football. It was a better play by number eight, Isaiah Bryant. Bryant saw that when Caden Buckles went to lead him with that pass, he got hit. So the ball was short. So instead, what Bryant did as a receiver, recognized that and ran back towards the football, causing him to run into the cornerback, which then ultimately led to the pass interference call. Great job that time in recognition by that young man. It'll be a first down for the Tornadoes in a big first play. That was a big first play, and that was a Dwight Price Realty Group of Realty Executives first down tornadoes. They'll go to the same set. Actually, they'll empty the backfield. No, they won't. Elijah Cannon will remain on the left hip of Buckles, and they will send Harris out to the right behind Eli Owens. Watch the screen and they're here. Gonna, they screen it straight to Harris. He takes it, turns it upfield, takes it out past the 40 and to the 43-yard line. Just a quick throw right there, Heath, and the result is a seven-yard play on first down. What you had, Marty, is a single receiver to the left, trips to the right, but two of the receivers were stacked on top of each other. Typically, when you have that stack, there's a decent chance that back receiver is going to get a screen. That time, they get out of the hands of Buckles quickly, let Jordan make a play. One of the things we talked about this week on Wednesday, Marty, in the preview show, was get it to your playmakers quick, let them do the rest. Second and short now. Buckles back, throws. It's going to be complete to uh, Bryant out at the 45. He drops the ball. It's a fumble. Maribel's going to pick it up. It's going to be a scoop and score for the Red Rebels as that was number 43 for Maryville. Jacob Richmond. Jacob Richmond, and he'll take it 40 yards for a Maryville touchdown. That let the air out of the bag quickly. Well, Marty, I think the thing you take away from that 
short drive right there as you can move to the football. What happened was you can't get too playful here and go east and west. Isaiah Bryant had a clear first down. Instead, he tried to make a play for more, went east and west and tried to juke and jive a little bit. Too much of that caused him for a time to come right behind him, punch the ball through and force that fumble and allow Maribel to get the first points of the football game. That has got to be deflating for the Alcoa sideline. We'll see how they respond. They've not had adversity like this all year long. Just a woke defense, if you will, for the Red Rebels. They make the play as they punch the ball loose as he was carrying it wide, trying to make moves, and you said juke and jive, and the extra point is up and doing, and Maryville leads now seven to nothing as the point after touchdown is administered. Let's take a 30-second break. We'll be back with more of the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week right after this. Maryville leads early, 7-0. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable. Guarantee. We are back at Goddard Field, and just like a strike of lightning, Maryville is on the board quickly, seven to nothing, on a 41-yard fumble return by number 43, Jacob Richmond. The kick is away. Once again, it will sail over the head of the Jordan Harris and the other men that were back deep for Alcoa, and Alcoa will start from the 20-yard line. And you know what Coach Rankin said about that Monday night, and he was correct on Alcoa's first, not Monday night, but Wednesday night, and he was correct on Alcoa's first drive. He said he's found out that most high school teams can't drive the ball 80 yards. They'll end up imploding and making a mistake, and just as he said that, Alcoa did the first thing, the same thing on their first drive as they come to the line of scrimmage now. And it'll be Harris at running back, and it will be one receiver slot to the right, three to the left. Now in motion comes Williams. It's going to be timed, and it's going to be a quick throw over the middle. Jordan Harris making the catch, and then he has just dropped hard by number 44. That is Peyton Cooper. He's a 5'11", 200-pound linebacker, and he made uh, – Harris pay for the three yards. Alcoa moving right to left on your listening device this evening here at Goddard Field. They're moving away from the new high school and toward the old gymnasium. Buckles at quarterback. He has Elijah Cannon with him in the backfield with three receivers right, one left to give will be to Cannon right up the middle. He doesn't find a lot doing there as he'll get the ball out to the 20, I think they're going to mark it 24-yard line. So it'll be third down now and six for the Alcoa Tornadoes. Interested to see what kind of pressure the Red Rebels put on the Tornadoes here on third down and we'll say long. 
And Alcoy will send two receivers to the near side and a tight end and a receiver to the far side, which is the right. In motion comes Jordan Harris back to the right and someone moved on the offensive line. Now both teams are cheering. We'll see what the call is going to be. It's going to be against Alcoa. And Alcoa Heath, they've got these early games jitters and they're shooting themselves in the foot. Well, this is the toughest test Alcoa has faced all season. And uh, so it's not going to be a, a cakewalk. This is going to be a tough one as we knew coming into this ball game. And when you make mistakes, Maryville's a team that's going to capitalize on those just like Alcoa is. And so you get punched in the mouth, you got to be ready to fight back. And it will be the same formation, same motion, and Buckles back, and they're going to bring, res and they're going to put Buckles down, sacked back at the 15-yard line, and that was number 50. Coming from the outside, was that 55? I believe so, Marty. That is Mike Bethea. He's a defensive lineman, basically lined up kind of in a uh, stand position, and just basically jacked around the left side of the offensive line and beat the quarterback to the spot and drops him. And it will be now Alcoa on the punt. And it's a good one. It's going to hit at the 50, take an Alcoa roll, take another Alcoa roll, roll down and dead at the Maryville 40-yard line. And kicking there for Alcoa is number six. Number five, Colby Bledsoe. Colby Bledsoe, yes. Bledsoe. Number five, Colby Bledsoe. Didn't have time to grab my binoculars. I look like Rommel up here with these. <laughs> I could have used just a single set or a smaller set, but uh, my ex-wife for Christmas last year got me the uh, Rommel model. But Mr. Burns from The Simpsons thinks Rommel can do everything. So we'll see. The Red Rebels quickly to the line of scrimmage. They move left to right on your listening device. They'll be in a shotgun and motion now. The wing to the left. They're going to give left to Vaughn. Vaughn's going to get decked and dropped for a loss back to the 39-yard line. Nice job that time by the defense stuffing the middle. And one of the key players, Marty, who hasn't played yet this season, or at least that I have seen, that's back this week is number one, Michael Williams, the senior defensive lineman. Alcoa needed some more size up front. He's back. He's energized and motivated and helps make a play there. And Alcoa in a 3-4. And they'll motion one back. That's Vaughn back into the backfield. They're going to keep with Jones. And Jones is going to be buried. And that is Aaron Davis putting the hit on the Maribel quarterback and dropping him for another loss back to the 36-yard line. It'll be third down now and 14. And it looked like he, he wanted to throw it over to Vaughn, but Davis was all over him too fast. Well, here's the thing, Marty. Maribel's got a good defense. So does Alcoa. A lot of speed. And while Carson Jones is a phenomenal quarterback, he's not going to have the time to get the ball out of his hands if these big boys get in the backfield quickly. And that time they did. The Alcoa looks like they're bringing the house right here. There's two receivers to each side and one back on the right hip of Jones, and that's Vaughn. Vaughn sprints out of the backfield, and they throw it over the middle, and a great grab there by the Red Rebels. And number one still on his feet, and Heath, he's going to take this one to the house. And that is a touchdown for D.J. Burks. They catch 
Alcoa in a blitz, pick it up, and Burks finds his way into a soft spot that Vaughn had created by coming out of the backfield, and then Burks takes it upfield and goes 40, 63 yards for another Red Rebel touchdown. And Heath, there's a there's a penalty flag down, and this is not going to be six. This is going to be a hold against Maryville, and that right there was stupid. That hold was not necessary, and that's the, that's going to negate a Maryville touchdown, and that'll move the ball back. It's a spot of the foul. That'll move the ball back to the 20-yard line. Maryville will still have it in the common sense red zone, common sense pest control red zone at first and 10, and uh, that's new life for Alcoa, and we'll see if they can take advantage. Maryville, as I said, they move left to right on your listing device. Maryville wearing their away white jerseys with red numerals and red and black stripes on the sleeves and over white football pants with black stripes bordering a red and their traditional black helmet, black face mask, and rebels written in red, bordered in white on each side of the headgear. Motion now for Maryville as they move their wing from right to left. He moved early. And it's going to be a give to Vaughn. Vaughn's got some room. Vaughn is very fast. And he'll pick up a first down for the Red Rebels as he gets to the 10-yard line. And he is quick as a hiccup. Nice play that time by Noah Vaughn. Vaughn, over 400 yards rushing so far this season through the first three games. And he's a guy you're going to have to look, for out, look out for tonight. As earlier this season against Powell, he had a big big performance uh, and he is coming to play tonight Marty and he's going to be tough uh, you see it right there a lot of speed can get out of the backfield quickly Alcoa is going to have to be on their toes they are indeed shotgun one back and Vaughn on the left hit hip of Jones two receivers to the right Jones is going to keep he's going to turn it upfield and he's going to be hammered at the line of scrimmage and pushed backwards nothing doing for the Maribel quarterback It'll be second down now and goal. They're going to give him a half yard to the nine and a half. Just tried to follow Vaughn that time, kind of off tackle Heath, and ran into a lot of maroon jerseys there. Maryville to the line of scrimmage. They're going to put receivers wide to each side, and they'll keep Vaughn in the backfield on the right hip of Carson Jones, the senior quarterback. And it will be a give. It's going to be a reverse, and Alcoa stayed at home, and they're going to shut this one down for nothing. It'll be third down and goal now from the 9-10 yard line. They're going to lose about a half yard on that reverse, and good, good discipline. Good discipline. That's the word I was searching for by Coach Nick's defense there as they shut that Maryville reverse down for a loss of half a yard. It'll be third and goal from the 10-yard line. We are at the 5.06 mark left to go in the first quarter. Maryville leading 7 to nothing on a 43-yard scoop and score. Vaughn once again on the right hip of Jones in the backfield. One receiver right. Three to the left. Now Vaughn will move to the left in motion in the backfield. Jones back, looks, and the ball is forced wide 
on a good defensive play over there by the linebacker on that side, and it will fall incomplete, and Maribel will be forced now to kick a field goal. And now how big is that holding call against the Red Rebels? It's huge, and a good stand that time by the defense. Marty not uh, letting up after giving up what would have been a touchdown. They stayed strong, stayed in their lanes, great discipline, and now able to turn seven into three. Price now on to do the kicking for the Red Rebels. It'll be officially a 27-yard attempt. The set, the kick up, the kick doing. And Maryville now out to a 10 to nothing lead, but Alcoa does avoid being down 14 to nothing. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville. Game of the week. We'll be back in 30 seconds with more of this barn burner right after this. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text CARICO to 85100 to receive our special offers. CARICO Construction. We build trust. Back at Goddard Field in Alcoa where the tornadoes find themselves down early. 10 to nothing with 4.39 left to go in the first quarter. And it will be Price set to kick for the Red Rebels. His kick is high end over end and will not be returned as once again Harris will fill this ball about three yards deep in the end zone. Tosses it to the official and the Alcock offense will come onto the field now at the 20 yard line, first down and 10. really needs to sustain a drive here, Marty. Try to get some points on the board, not only to get some momentum back in this ball game, but also to give this defense a break for a moment after an, a great, great job stopping Maryville from scoring a touchdown and forcing <coughs> the field goal. So here comes Caden Buckles and this Alcoa offense. He'll work from a shotgun with Cannon, the lone setback. Three receivers to the left, one to the right, and it's going to be Buckles keeping. He's going to lower his head push the pile forward uh, with good strong footwork out to about the 23 yard line he'll pick up three on first down it'll set up second down now and seven on the far hash real quickly secret safe place for newborn social media shout outs to my buddy listening in from memphis that's scott isabel donna duckett donna wiggins connie guttridge chris dale joy blevins virginia hardwick robert young mark Kaler, corey barons Samantha Waters and Jason Henderson. Thank you guys for tuning in so far this evening. We're in for a good evening. Buckles quickly now is going to throw it out. It's completed and tackled over on the far side is Bryant. No, that's Jordan Harris. Jordan Harris. He'll have it out to about the 28 yard line. And he, the one thing the Red Rebels do is tackle extremely well. They do, and they did a really good job that time with Harris bringing him down quickly. And so now it is third and short for Alcoa, third and two, ball in the 28-yard line with 3.30 remaining in the first quarter. It is Maryville 10, 
Alcoa, zero. It is two receivers to each side now on third down and three for the Tornadoes. And the setback is going to be Cannon. It's going to be a quick throw, same play this time. And it will be Harris when he, once again making the catch and just sauntering out of bounds. So that's number three, Major Newman. Major Newman. And he'll take it out of bounds, just catches it. Knew he had the first down, had nowhere else to go, and dances out of bounds at the 32. But that'll be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. More shout-outs to Tony Mills, Corey Behrens, Robin Arwood Croft, Sandy Eubanks Savage. And thank you guys for listening in as, as well as everybody at Steve Stout's house. We'll get to those momentarily. Cannon in the backfield with Buckles. Two receivers to the left, one to the right, and a tight end to the right. And it's going to be a reverse jet sweep to Harris. He's got room. He's going to get around the in and out. He pushed the football out. They're not going to give him the extra yardage, but he'll have it to the 42-yard line. That's going to be really close to a first down, depending on the mark. Yeah, I think you give it to him. And the officials do emphatically signal first down for the Tornadoes, and once again, that is brought to you by Dwight Price of Realty Executives. 3.07 left in the first quarter, 10-0 Maryville, as they have a touchdown on defense and a field goal after a long reception by T.J. Burks. It is Buckles now with two backs to each side. He's going to load up and throw. He's got a receiver open, and Heath, he needed to put more air under that. He had Isaiah Bryant open over the middle. He was he threw it on a line instead of putting air under it, and it was able to be broken up by number nine. That's Eli Hames, a 6'3", 200-pound defensive back for the Red Rebels. Yeah, Eli had a chance, Marty, with a beautiful interception, and it just fell right out of his hands. Buckles has got to lead his receivers down the field and let them run towards the football. Uh, that's twice now where it's been underthrown and luckily has not worked out for the defense. So second and 10 now for Alcoa. Buckles will take it. It's just going to be a pitch to the right to Jordan Harris. He breaks one, two tackles and runs through a third and will pick up a first down in Maryville territory at the 48-yard line. Yes, sir. That's what Jordan Harris does. And now he's going to come over to the sidelines and get that helmet and shoulder pad adjusted after they Threw him to the turf. The helmet came off, so he's going to have to get out of play while they get him taken care of. And a uh, itty-bitty Salter in the ballgame now for Harris. And Alcoa will wear or are wearing their maroon home jerseys with white numerals bordered in aluminum over aluminum football pants with, of course, and always the aluminum-colored football helmet with the maroon logo on each side and a maroon face mask. The give is to Eli Cannon right up the middle. He'll pick up about two yards as he's hit along the left side of the offensive line and brought down. Not a lot of success so far up the middle. <coughs> no. As the linemen trying to open up the way, but this Maryville defense is fast and they're plugging those holes quickly. Eli may have to try to get outside. Elijah, excuse me, may have to try to get outside and then lower the boom. So second and nine now, and time continuing to dwindle here in the first quarter as we're under two minutes, and it is 10-0 Maryville. Alcoa, though, with the football ball on the 46-yard line. Three receivers left, one right. They move right to left on your listing device. Now they'll empty the backfield as Harris goes in motion. They're going to quickly screen the ball out to that Salter, I beg your pardon, number six. A good job that time by the Maryville defense, 
and I believe that was number 44 coming up once again, Peyton Cooper making the tackle for a yard gain, and it's going to be, or basically they're going to say he just got back to the line of scrimmage. This was set up third down and nine, and Heath, this may be, I don't know right here if, you, if this is two down territory. It depends on what happens on this play. Lamar, do you see them with trips now to the right? And they've got Elijah Cannon out as the, the far receiver out there. That's uh, surprising. And they've got Eli Owens to the left, and it's going to be thrown out to Salter. He breaks one tackle. He's hit a little late as he's on the ground. There's no call. And he'll go down at the 41-yard line. So it's going to be about fourth and four. And we'll see if Coach Rankin wants to take a timeout to call about it and think about possibly going for it right here. If I'm him, I may go. Yeah, but last, last year I said to go for it as well, and it was uh, the momentum turner. It looks like they're going to call a timeout. Yeah, they're going to. They're going to talk about it. There's actually 27 seconds left, 25 now. They may try to get him to jump here, Marty, right before the end of the Look, first Heath. quarter. And they may try to. I mean, I don't think they'll run anything, and they may just take a, a delay of game, and that's what they're going to do. Maribel's just too disciplined for it to fall for this. There's a lot of teams that do, and Alcoa is going to be whistled for a delay of game, and now they will send on the punt team and the form of number five, that is Bledsoe, and it'll be punt time. And, and, and Heath, this series for Alcoa's defense is huge. Yeah, this could be a huge momentum shifter right here, and your defense has got to play big here because if Maryville opens this up to a 17-point lead, it's going to be really hard for Alcoa to climb out of that with such a talented Maryville offense. This Maryville defense is playing a lot. I, I knew they were good against the run. I just thought they could be exploited in the secondary because I really didn't think they were that fast. Well, I'd like to see Alcoa throw some passes across the middle, try to open this up a little bit. The screen has been somewhat successful, but they're starting to sniff that out a little bit. So if they can kind of use that screen to cause a decoy and then go downfield and stretch the field a little bit, I think they could maybe open this thing up. Colby Bledsoe's punt is high. It doesn't turn over, but it doesn't need to as it hits at the three, takes a wedge-like hop back to the seven and is down there. So Maryville will be forced to go 93 yards in order to score a touchdown this time. But that will be the end of the quarter. Let's take a 60-second break. You're listening to the Everding, well, no, I beg your pardon, the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. It's the Red Rebels 10, the Alcoa Tornadoes nothing. Back after this. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blount County for over 30 years. Everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees. For a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation, review, and assurance services. It's Whitlock & Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle, in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638. Or visit Whitlock & Company online at whitlockcpa.com.
back at Goddard Field in Alcoa and a quick shout out to Tom Hodge listening in tonight on 100.9 FM. Friend of mine and a friend of the program. And it will be the Red Rebels and Jones starting from their seven yard line and the give will be up a huge hole to Noah Vaughn and he'll be out to the 15 before he's wrestled down by a host of tornadoes. And I don't know Heath that they ever got him to the ground. No, stood him up, <clears throat> nowhere to go that time for Vaughn after picking up a good chunk of yards, kind of hit a brick wall when he met Major Newman in the secondary. And so uh, called it right there, Marty. So now it is second and they're saying two, but it looks like one from the sideline. It does indeed. And they're going to throw out to number 19. That's, That's their best receiver, Fortenberry. He's going to take it upfield, out past the 20, up to the 24-yard line. They're going to mark him out of bounds at the 25, and that'll be a first down for the Maryville Red Rebels. And Heath, their offense looks very good. Yeah, a lot of different weapons, which makes it versatile and also hard to defend as uh, Maryville moving the football around, whether it's Noah Vaughn or Carson Jones keeping it. Carson Jones getting out to Burks, getting out to Fortenberry. A lot of special players that Alcoa has to account for. So first and 10 now in shotgun formation, two receivers to the left. One to the right, and Vaughn in the backfield with Carson Jones. And they, it's Jones looking. Now he's going to be forced out of the pocket by a good rush, and then he'll be escorted out of bounds by number six for the Red Rebels. That's Eddie Salter, and doing a good job. They just collapsed the pocket that time, but Jones was able to st step up and make four yards out of nothing there on the play. And great coverage that time by the Alcoa secondary. 10.46 remain, Maryville 10-0 over the Tornadoes. You're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. And it's Jones and a shotgun. He'll have two tight ends and a receiver to each side. A tight end to each side, and now in motion goes Vaughn out of the right wing and a throw to T.J. Burks, and I don't think he ever caught it. it he didn't. It's incomplete. It falls to the turf, and that'll set up now third down and a long six for the Red Rebels. Good defense that time by Alcoa. Yeah, good job by Braden Cornette, the sophomore linebacker, coming up when Vaughn trying to make that catch and knocking him off of it and causing him to lose the football. And Davis quickly recognized and fell onto it, hoping it would be a fumble call, but instead the refs do say it's incomplete. It is now third and six. And uh, Marty, this is a big play for Alcoa. That's a good call by the officials too. That wasn't even close to being a reception. Shotgun formation, three receivers left, one right. They're going to play action to Vaughn and now throw on an out to Fortenberry and he'll pick up the first down at the 39-yard line. Just a great pattern there. Why nobody cover that is beyond me, but once again, Maryville converts and keeps the ball and moves the chains. Yeah, just a little too much cushion that time by the defensive back. And it was a couple yards behind Fortenberry who just turned around wide open. And Jones put it right on the money. And so a first down for Maryville. Ball now at the 40-yard line, 60 yards away from Paydirt for the Rebels. Two receivers each side. It will be Jones and a shotgun, and he'll have Vaughn on his left hip. They move right to left now in your listing device. It's just going to be a quick pitch to Vaughn's. Vaughn to the left, he breaks one, two tackles, a third, finally brings him down, but not until he's past midfield and into Alcoa territory and dropped at the 46-yard line. 
That's just another good run and a good job by the Maryville offensive line. Yeah, Riley Jones was just inches, Riley Long, excuse me, inches away from bringing him down in the backfield, and then Major just unable to get a grip onto him, and finally a defensive back in the secondary able to bring him down. Bonds very shifty and difficult to stop, so first and ten now for Maryville. There's two Carson Jones on the field now. One is a receiver for Maryville that's flanked wide to the right. And in a slot is Fortenberry. And the give's going to be up a huge hole to Vaughn. And he's still on his feet. Finally nudged down as he's inside the 35 and down to the 34. And Heath, I could have driven a John Deere through that hole. That was huge. And they're making... They're making... Big holes is this offensive line for the Red Rebels. They know exactly what they're doing, and they're executing. Yeah, Michael Williams nodded in and nose guard, Marty. Curious um, if he's just taking a couple plays off or not, but having that big body up the middle I think would be beneficial, and I think right now Maribel's taking advantage of him being out. Alcor still on the three-man front to give to Jones, and he moves straight ahead. That young man's strong. He takes a tackler for Alcoa and just drives him inside the 30 and down to the 29. Picks up five on the carry. It'll be second down and five now with nine, ten left to go in the second quarter. Maribel up 10-0 and looking for more. And a quick shout-out goes to Amy Moon Dunaway, a former Maryville graduate and a good friend of mine. And her dad, Jerome, is a friend of the program and um, is one of our sponsors. We appreciate him. He's a state representative from District 8. And the give will be a fake play action and blistered is Jones, but not before he gets the ball out to Fortenberry inside the 20 and down to about the 17 where Maryville's picked up another first down and they'll set up camp inside the common sense pest control red zone. Yeah, taking too long for Alcoa to get pressure on this quarterback offensive line for Maryville doing a good job giving him time and he is just picking apart this defense right now with some very talented receivers. And he's doing it at will. He just looks like a surgeon back there, Heath. He's had all the time in the world. And, of course, there's a new running back into the game now. They're giving Vaughn a breather. It's number 25, I think, Jackson Phillips. And he'll get the ball. Actually, actually, number 28. Should be Gage Ledoux. It is Gage Ledoux. And he takes the ball inside the 15 down to the 12. So just like Vaughn, he finds a huge hole and picks up big yards on first down and Heath it's a lot easier to call plays when you're when you've got first and five and second and four 745 left Maribel looking for more and if they go up 17 to nothing Alcoa is going to really have to come out of their comfort zone and try a few different things offensively and Marty it looks like Noah Vaughn back in the game in the backfield with Carson Jones uh, look out for him to get the ball here. Yeah, and you've got Ledoux that moves to a wing on the right, and it's Fortenberry flanked wide right, and T.J. Burks flanked wide left, and the give is Devon, and he sucked up and dropped right at the line of scrimmage. That was good defense right there as Alcor steps up, and that's our buddy, number 56, 
Braden for Cornette. Braden Cornette for the uh, Tornadoes. Good defense, stayed at home, and he filled that hole just like he's taught. 6.50 now and counting in the first half. It's 10-0 Red Rebels. Maryville knocking on the door. Maryville waiting for the play to be signaled in from Coach Derek Hunt. And they have a receiver to each side, a wing to the left, and the running back, Vaughn, is to the left. This is just going to be a quick pitch to him. He's going to outrun the back, but he slips as he makes his cut and then will be brought down by Jordan Harris at the 10-yard line. So he'll pick up about three, but it'll set up fourth and two. And will Maryville try to kick the field goal right here, or will they keep the offense on the field and go for blood? Kind of shocked. I don't see the field goal team moving. It looks like Hunt might be thinking about going for it. I, I don't blame him. I mean, Maryville is averaging well more than two yards of play. Well, if you get it outside Devon, too, with his speed, it's tough to stop. Indeed it is. They're going to go for it here, Marty. They are. There's 15 seconds left on the play clock, 545 left on the game clock. Maribel leading 10 to nothing with the ball in the common sense pest control red zone at they the outcourt like 10. They're going to take a delay a game and go field goal. Uh, yeah, no, they're just going to call a timeout oh, with one second left, and they're going to talk about it. And I guarantee you, Coach Hunt has special plays drawn up for just this very occasion. Let's take a 30-second break. We'll be back with more of the Twin City Certified and Maribel Game of the Week right after this. Maribel leads 10-0. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. We are back at Goddard Field in Alcoa, where Maribel's looking for more. They're looking to add to their 10 to nothing lead. And as they are, let's go to a secret safe place for newborns, social media shout out. And let's give one to our kickoff sponsor, Steve Carrico and John Huffman and Connie Huffman. Thank you guys for listening and I do appreciate it. And I do appreciate the support, Steve. One of the best guys you'll ever meet there and does excellent work. As Maribel now, fourth and two from the Alcoa 10. Jones in a shotgun. Motion comes Fortenberry, and they're going to fake. Get it. Oh. <laughs> yeah. They had him, Marty. Wow. Wow. It was basically just a quarterback crossbuck. They faked to give to Vaughn, and Jones took the ball right up the middle. The hole closed immediately. He shook off the tackler, and there was nobody else there as he dances into the maroon rectangle to add six more points to the Maryville lead at 16 to nothing with five and a half minutes left in this contest, or this first half. I mean, he just lowered his helmet, hit the defender, thought to, it looked like he was going to be stopped, somehow spun off of him, stayed upright, slithered through the hole, and then six points. And, Marty, it is now 17 to zero, Maryville. It's a very talented Rebels team. And this is an Alcoa team who's licking their wounds right now, Marty, but they better get up and get back to it quickly because this is a tough deficit to climb out of when you're facing one of the premier teams in the state of Tennessee. 
Indeed, we're getting ready for another Carico construction kickoff, and we're normally the ones, and I normally do not um, call it a Carico construction unless it's alcohol kicking, but, you know, for Steve to get his money's worth tonight, I'm going to have to start giving it on the Marable kicks. Uh, we're normally used to watching Alcoa kick off a lot in the first half. Tonight, we're on the receiving end of a, a pretty good beating right now. And uh, yeah, hopefully we can draw up something. This is where you get on the, the mic with, if you're Coach Rankin, you tell Coach Sweetland, hey, you better have a set of plays right here that gets us into the end zone because we need it badly. Because Maryville deferred to the second half, and they'll get the ball first to start the third quarter. It'll be number 94 to kick now for the Red Rebels, and that is Charles Trenum, and maybe he's been kicking off all night, but I was pretty sure that it was. He has. Never, yeah. Looks like he does the kickoff duties, and then Price does the field goals. And why not? He kicks it into the end zone every time. <laughs> and as Coach Rankin said the other day, it's hard for a, a high school offense to go 80 yards, and we learned that right there. We are at the five-and-a-half-minute point and staring at a 17 to nothing lead. Let me, let me pose this question to you, Heath. As, as we watch Maribel look like a machine right here, how good is Oakland? Now, uh, you know, you look at Maribel, and they are dominant in this game. But then Maribel goes to play Oakland, and they get dominated. Just, you know, it's just another level that Oakland has there in Middle Tennessee. Well, that's why High School Football America ranks Oakland as the 15th best team in the nation. And the throw quickly out from Buckles to Newman, and Newman will pick up a first down for the Tornadoes out to the 31. It looks like Al Cole wants to go hurry up. Now they'll reorganize in a huddle, and it's Sweetland signaling into plays now to Buckles as he'll take it in, look at his armband and the maroon huddle. Five, 15 now left to go in the first half. 17-0 Maryville, and it will be Buckles having two receivers each side and one back, I believe that's Harris with him, in the backfield. There's a shotgun, the snap, it's gonna be Buckles. He holds on to it too long. He's gonna be outrun the pursuit. He's gonna get, someone's gonna get a foot on him. Then he's gonna lower his shoulder, dive forward and out of bounds to the 38-yard line and a good scramble that time by Caden Fran Tarkington Buckles. And no one your age probably knows who I'm talking about. <laughs> Scott shakes his head. He knows exactly who you're talking about. Second and two. Now for Alcoa and a good play that time by Buckles getting out of the pocket, making something happen. And uh, now we've got receivers to the left, two to the left, two to the right, and one running back in the backfield with Caden. Buckles takes a snap, looks just a quick pitch and a good block on the outside there, and it's Harris moving the ball, staying alive, <laughs> keeping his feet moving, and out to midfield and picks up a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down at the 49-yard line. A good run, and they're going to have to be able to keep him in the game and keep him fed as Ezekiel Elliott used to do. Or excuse me for laughing, but uh, it apparently doesn't matter what color jersey you are wearing. Harris is going to knock you over. As that time bulldozes Jamal Williams out of his way, too, to try to just have room to get a few extra yards on that play in a first down. Shotgun, wing, right, receiver to each side, and Harris in the backfield with buckles. It's going to be a screen out to Harris. He gets the ball, gets a, gets a block, and in his cartwheeled or helicoptered 
to the turf inside Maryville territory at the 47-yard line. And there's a flag on the play. That is either going to be an offensive holding or roughing the passer. Yeah. And it's going to be a hold, and that one's going to hurt because that one's going to be from the spot of the infraction, and this is going to move the ball all the way back to the 32-yard line. That's going to hurt bad. That's going to set up a first down and, good grief, about 27. Mm. And as Coach Rankin said, high school teams will they'll hold, they'll have a negative play, penalty, as I said, holding, and, and right there, that, that hurts. And it'll be shotgun. There'll be two backs now in the backfield as Alcoa moves left to right on your listing device. Two receivers right, one left. And Buckles with the ball now. Looks, looks, hangs on to it. He's going to throw it late. He's got a receiver. Got him, Eli Owens. At midfield. He's to the 40. Breaks the tackle there. And then finally rushed out of bounds goes the 6'3", 230-pound freshman, Eli Owens. And that'll be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down at the 35-yard line. Well, and a nice job from Buckles, evading pressure, stepping up into the pocket and continuing to keep his eyes down the field despite all of that pressure around him. And the young freshman tight end finds the hole in the secondary and picks up even more. Big time play, Marty. It was first and 27, and he gets all of that back and then some first down now at the 35 for the Tornadoes. Yeah, about a 33-yard catch by Eli and it will set up Alcoa at the Mirable 35-yard line, and it'll be a give. It's going to be play action, actually. As Buckles goes back, he's going to throw out in the right flats to Elijah Cannon. He's got it. He picks up a block. He's inside the common-sense pest control red zone and finally tackled at the 19, and that'll be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down, Tornadoes. If they can give him time in the pocket and these receivers can find zones, Marty, we learned earlier this year, and we've talked about it against Powell, one of the things Jordan Potts and this Powell offense did well is they picked apart the secondary. There are some open places in that zone. If these linemen can give him time, he can slice and dice. And they have on this possession. Three receivers left, one right, one back, and Harris that'll get the play action. And a good play by the receiver that time, Bryant. Uh, Red Rebel, number eight, that was Cannon Johnson, was stepping up to make the interception. And Bryant just runs right in front of him and slides in and makes the catch. And a four-yard gain now down to the roughly 15-yard line of the Red Rebels. It's 10, actually 17-0, Maryville. 2.40 left to go in the half. Alcoa on the move and desperately needing to score. Two receivers right, one to the left, and the wing will be Cannon as he goes in motion right to left. And the give will be to Harris right up the middle. He's going to break one tackle, and then he'll be corralled and dropped after a gain of one. Actually, they're going to say he's going to be tackled at the 16. That'll set up now third down and seven, uh, short seven at that point with 2-10 left to go. And Heath, is this two down territory or do you get points on the board? I think you get points. Yeah, I think you have to. You get three points here, you make it a two touchdown game. Instead of right now being a three score game. Because if you don't get it on fourth down, it's still a three score game. Wing to the right, that's Cannon. Empty backfield. And in motion now comes Harris and he'll get the fake. And it's going to be Buckles trying to keep the ball. 
and he is dropped by number 55 of the Red Rebels. That is Mike Bethea, and just a good defensive play that time by the Maryville defense. It's now fourth and seven for Alcoa, and we'll see what they do here now as they'll stop the clock with 126 left, and it is 17 to nothing, Alcoa. We are going to stay right here. I thought we were going to break. I forgot to take us to it, but I was reading uh, some uh, tweets and some messages I've got. A, a special shout-out also to my buddy Tracy uh, Buck Whooping Weeks. If you've seen some of his posts, you'll know what I'm talking about. He's extreme. If you can find him on Facebook, look him up. He'll, he'll make you laugh on a daily basis. And it is fourth down and seven. Alcoa's going to go. And they've got a tight set with one receiver. That is Williams out wide. It's going to throw. It's going to be a first down complete to, is that Major Newman or Jordan Harris? It's Isaiah it's Bryant. It's Isaiah Bryant. Third time's a charm for me. As the ball will be placed at about the six-yard line, it'll be a first, a Dwight Price of Realty Executives, first and goal for the Tornadoes. And Heath, that was a huge conversion. 129 left to go in the half. 17-0 Maryville and Alcoa desperately needing to get on the board here to make any kind of game out of it. Well, this, these yards have been hard to come by once they've gotten into the red zone. So tough matchup here. We'll see what kind of play they draw out. And they're going to do a jet sweep fake. It. Buckles with be, the ball. And Buckles yes. in to the maroon rectangle for a, an Alcoa El Hibidor touchdown tornadoes to cut into the lead now 17 to 6 pending the PAT from Bacon Lauderback our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game last week and the whole boat is good. Zach had a hard snap to handle, was able to catch it to his right, get the ball back down, and Lauterbach kicks it through the uprights and cuts the Maryville lead now to 10 at 17 to 7. Let's take a 30 second timeout. We'll be back with more of the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week, and we'll be back with the Carico Construction kickoff right after this. El Jimador Mexican Grill, authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m., Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. 
Maribel has back right. DJ Burks, Noah Vaughn, and number 28, Gage Ledoux. And they will await the kick now from Griffin McAllister. Looks like he's just going to angle this kick, Heath. And he does. He kicks it high end over end and toward the, oh, that's a terrible mistake. He kicks it out of bounds at the 23-yard line. And that's always something that you have to, you know, keep in mind when you do that angled kick. And he just hit it too hard, and Rankin's going to meet him as he comes to the sideline to say, hey, just settle down, settle down. And But that's going to give Maribel great field position. Was that his first time kicking this season, Marty? I didn't. Did he get to play against Northview? Yeah, he played. He kicked also in the in, in second game. Okay. Yeah, he's. this is the third game. He was ineligible the first game of the season. And let's see what Maribel's going to elect to do. And they're going to give him the ball at the – they're going to make Alcoa kick it again. So Maribel going to get Alcoa to kick the ball again. So we're going to have another Carico construction kickoff, this time from the 35-yard line. And Heath, I'll let them kick it away. We'll see what Maribel can do here. They do have some very talented guys back deep. And they also brought Louder back in this time to kick as – Lopez talks him for a minute and gives him some coaching, and he goes out there to make the kick this time for the Tornadoes. Leg not as strong as Griffin McAllister, but evidently more accurate. And Lopez probably just kind of advising him where he needs to try to place this ball to slow things down for this kickoff return and give the, the kickoff team time to get down there. And Maribel's noticed the new kicker. They've moved their, their deep man up. The deepest one is going to be Vaughn standing at the 20-yard line. And DJ Burks will be at the 22. And then it will be the guy that will field the ball. That's going to be number 28, Ledoux. He's got a seam, and he's got a big return. He's into Alcor territory to 40, 35. Finally drugged down by number 18. That is Brennan Dugan but not before Maribel will set up first down and 10 from the Alcoa 32-yard line. Maribel's looking tonight kind of like we do against our opponents. They are really taking it to us. Might have been better to kick it deep there. As it doesn't seem to matter who gets the ball. They can just make plays. So now it's going to be first and 10 for Maribel with great field position as there was only a minute 24 left after Alcoa scored, but because of the kickoff issues, Alcoa are Maribel 32 yards away from the end zone in a minute 15 left on the clock. Plenty of time for the Rebels. Three receivers right, one left, one back, and Vaughn with Jones in the backfield. It's Jones. He's got a receiver open, and he makes the catch, and that's number 25, but he'll pay the price, does one Jackson Phillips, as he hauls it in at the Alcoa 20-yard line. They are now in the common sense pest control red zone. A good throw and an even better catch that time by Phillip Jackson as he was walloped back in the Alcoa secondary. Yeah, that was Major Newman that time on the hit. And it's going to be Maryville. It's going to be basically Carson Jones keeping. He's not had any luck at all running tonight as he gets back to the line of scrimmage, and that's going to be it with 45 seconds now remaining here in the first half. Maryville up 17-7. to The Rebels hurrying up on offense, trying to get this one in the end zone, Marty. Shotgun, fake the give, and it's Jones back. He'll look like a hold there, and Jones is going to run. He's going to get outside. He's going to break one tackle, and then he'll be dropped hard as he gets to the 15-yard line, and Maribel will take a timeout now with 28 seconds left to go 
in the second quarter. It'll be third down and nine. And I thought there that number one, Michael Williams, was held. Uh, but no call, and, and I can't confirm that. I'm, I'm 60, 70, 80 yards away from the play. Uh, so uh, my apologies if I've offended any of the officials. I basically went on the way that uh, Williams moved after contact. 28 seconds left. Very tense situation now. Not necessarily for Maryville. They can play with, you know, a lot more freedom uh, and less pressure than Alcoa because Alcoa's got to have a stop right here, Heath. Remember, if Maryville scores here to end action in the first half, they'll get the ball to start in the second half, too, and they could really put it away. And we could start looking at possible mercy rule. Yeah, Alcoa's got to hope that they can prevent a touchdown here and nothing more than a field goal. And best case scenario, see if they can maybe get Carson Jones in the backfield. But you have to wonder here, Marty, if you're Maryville, you look to see if you can go deep. If there's nothing there, you tell Carson, run it, get in the middle of the field, and then let's get our kicker out there to try to get some more points on the board. Because they've got no timeouts left, so they're probably coaching him as well on what to do in this scenario if they catch it inbounds and the clock's running. And shotgun in motion and a jet sweep. It looks like a double reverse. Oh, wow. And that could have ended badly for the Red Rebels as the ball was pitched late to number 10, Caleb Dunford. And Heath Maribel is lucky, extremely lucky right there to keep possession of that football. And Maribel's going to keep the offense in there. They've got no timeouts. Alcoa does the right thing here, Marty. Instead of letting Maryville try to get one more playoff, they had wide receivers wide open lined up on the outside, and Coach Rankin just calls a timeout, reset his defense here. And that, however, by not responding defensively and celebrating, uh, which is, you know, a no-no, you got it, you got it. They're going to they're gonna give Maryville another chance right here to score. Now, be it from the 29-yard line, that was a loss of some – 11, at least 10 yards on, on that double reverse. Uh, Alcoa sniffed it out and just an ill-advised pitch that was fielded by Caleb Dunford and a good job of that young man just to be able to uh, take it and keep Alcoa from falling on the football. But Alcoa in celebration almost gives Maribel another opportunity to score and Maribel may bring out the field goal unit and they will. It will be Price, number 91, Corbin Price, to kick from the 36-yard line. This will officially be 46 yards. He's got plenty of leg to make this, and he'll be doing so from the near hash or if technically from his left hash on the football field. He's lining it up, and as I said, he's got plenty of leg. He hit one for 47 against Powell and an illegal substitution against Alcoa. And that's going to give him an even better chance at hitting this. Alcoa just shooting themselves in the foot one right after another. That's going to move the ball to the Alcoa 24. And now instead of a 46, it'll be a 41-yard attempt and an early Christmas present from the Tornadoes to the Rebels. And once again, it'll be Corbin Price as he steps off his 
Stalker style attempt, and now Alcoa is going to call a timeout to try to ice him. 9.4 seconds. Let's take a 30-second timeout, catch our breath. We'll be back with the conclusion of the first half and the 41-yard field goal attempt by Price right after this message on the Twin City Certified. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325. We are back at Goddard Field in Alcoa. And it is Maryville now to attempt a field goal with nine seconds left to go in the half. This one will be from 41 yards from the near left hash for the Red Rebels. Corbin Price on. His kick is up. His kick is going to be long enough and just, just over in. the crossbar and good. And Maryville now will go to the locker room up 13, 20 to seven. And a reminder, Maryville will get the ball to begin the second half. So if you're Coach Nix, you gotta take your team into the locker room right now and you have to make the adjustments and get them prepared because if Maryville comes out and scores on their first possession, you might wanna turn out the lights. Well, you gotta get your defense prepared. And then Marty, you've gotta get your offense ready to go to respond as well to cut into this and try to get back in this football game. As you mentioned, down 13, two touchdowns could put you up one, but you got to play defense first. And uh, we've seen some flashes of this defense making plays. Got to stay disciplined. And when the quarterback goes back to pass, we have got to get more pressure on him and stay close to those receivers as there is a lot of talented players on this team for Maryville. Not going to happen every time, but I've got to clean a few things up so they can get the football back without allowing Maryville to score more points. As we mentioned, only a two-possession game right now, but even if Maryville gets in field goal range, you then turn it into a three-possession game again. We are going to take a timeout. When we come back, we'll have the Whitlocks and Associates and the, Blit, the Whitlock and Associates halftime report and the Bliss scoreboard updates all on 100.9 FM and WKVLradio.com. Back with the Triple D team for the Whitlock and Associates Halftime Report. This is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee, a service of Blunt Broadcasting Corporation. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 389 7412. 
Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maribel. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan, I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. 
Good evening and welcome in to the Halftime Show here on the Twin Cities Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel and on the headset with me here at the half is Scott Dunkel as we bring you the Halftime Show here at Alcoa High School as the Maryville Rebels lead the Tornadoes 20-7. to And you heard that right, 20-7, to a 13-point margin between these two teams as it has been Maryville Rebels almost from the jump. Alcoa looked like they were going to start to get things going as they got the ball to start off this football game. Was starting to drive it. Maryville had a bad penalty. Gave Alcoa some free yardage. One or two nice little plays. They started to move the football across the 50. And then on a screen play, a little too much east and west action instead of going north and south. And because of that, caused Isaiah Bryant to lose the football as a player came in and punched it through. He fumbled. Maribel picked it up. Maribel took it to the house. And since then, it's been difficult. Maribel offense rolling on all cylinders so far. Alcoa defense stood tall, though, um, in the last two and has forced some field goals as well. But again, it's been very tough sledding so far for Alcoa. The offense has stalled out a few times as well, but they have finally got seven points on the board. So they are down 13. Maryville will get the ball to start the second half, and we will see if this Alcoa defense can stand tall and get it back to their offense as they try to climb into this football game and see if they can make it a closer game in the second half. But we're not there yet, and we want to talk a little bit more about the first half, but we'd like to talk about it from a statistical point of view. As I've got Scott Dunkel on the headset to my left, who's got the stats pulled up, and Scott, you can take it away. All right, Heath, thank you very much. Looking at Maribel so far tonight, 17 rushing attempts, 60 yards, five of seven in passing tonight, 95 yards, 22 total offensive plays, 155 yards so far uh, during those plays. They've got one rushing TD, and one defensive TD so far tonight. Again, as Heath mentioned, two field goals as well tonight. Leading Maribel, Carson Jones, 5 of 7, 95 yards, and one sack, no touchdown so far tonight. Carson Jones on the ground, six carries, 13 yards, and a touchdown. Noah Vaughn, eight carries, 52 yards. Gage would do one carry for six yards. DJ Burke has been held in check, one carry for minus one. Markel Fortenberry, one carry for 10 yards for the Rebels so far tonight. Looking over at Alcoa, 11 rushing attempts, 47 yards, 12 of 13 and passing 91 yards, 24 total offensive plays, 138 total offensive yards so far. Caden Buckles, 12 of 13 for 91 yards and also has been sacked once, no touchdown. So far for him, Caden Buckles, four carries for five yards and a touchdown. Kobe Bledsoe, one carry for eight yards. Elijah Cannon, two carries for two yards. Jordan Harris, four carries for 32 yards. He also has four catches for 18 yards. Elijah also has a catch for 16. Eddie Salters had two, but basically got nowhere with zero total yards so far on that tonight. Again, Maribel keeping Alcoa in check. Alcoa was able to get seven points on the board on a five-yard run by Caden Buckles. And Waterback adding the extra point there for Alcoa Heath. But Alcoa just shooting themselves in the foot again. 
um, penalties when they don't need the penalties and fumbles like earlier that you mentioned that was ran back for a touchdown. Things like that are not things that you need to be doing when you're playing a team like Maribel. I mean, think about this, Scott. Beginning of the game, before any momentum had shifted either way, had he went north and south, and Alcoa picked up a few more first downs and was able to get that drive into the end zone, this could have been a different ball game right now. Oh, yeah, exactly. Alcoa starts a passing play in first down really great on the receiver's end to see the ball was coming up short to kind of stop and let the defender run over him, get the pass interference penalty. Alcoa was slowly moving the ball forward, and then sometimes when you fight for that extra yards, you don't tuck that ball in exactly the way you need to. Got punched out, picked up, and ran back. Well, and already an uphill battle, at least somewhat coming into this game, knowing you're playing this high-powered offense in Maribel. Mm -hmm. You've lost some key players from last year's team on defense. The right. defense has got a lot. Their work cut out for them. And now, not only do they have their work cut out for them, but your offense doesn't score on their first drive. They make a mistake. They allow the defense to score. And then, they're off, and then the offense stalls out again. And you as a defense now have a seven-point deficit that you're having to try to overcome and help prevent from getting higher. And I think that was tough. That's tough on a young defense to do. And uh, they've made some solid plays. I, I, I feel like Braden Cornett and Aaron Davis have done well at the linebacking position. But right now, we're not getting enough pressure on the quarterback. Maribel is finding some openings in our zone. I'd like to maybe see us go to man. I trust what Coach Nix's adjustments will be. And then offensively, I think we found the most success. And you don't hear this a lot about our co-football teams, but they found the most success throwing the football. They have. 12 of 13, again, Heath, 91 yards. We're moving the ball well um, through the air. And as you mentioned with Marty earlier in the second quarter, exploiting the – the uh, defensive backcourt for Maribel, just like Powell did. Yeah. But we're not doing anything with it. We got down near the end zone earlier. We were passing all the way down, and then all of a sudden we started to run, got stopped three straight times. It wasn't until we passed again to get that first down when mm -hmm. we were at fourth and about, I think, eight at that point or right around that area. So, you know, it's proven already we're passing well against Maribel. The uh, receivers are playing a great game catching the ball, but we've got to be able to move that ball, and the offensive line has got to continue to protect Caden and um, see what Alcoa can do. Well, and you've got such a talented offensive line, especially with Lance Williams yes. and Tyler Jeffries, two D1 athletes. Right. I mean, let's be honest. They each hold seven D1 offers already. They're only juniors. They, they have the ability to give – they All have right. the bit the sorry the, the two hype logo for our team just got put up on the jumbotron that was an exciting moment so moving back they have the ability to give Caden time and coach Rankin said it Wednesday when we interviewed him in the preview show he said Caden Buckles is probably the greatest quarterback I've been able to coach here at Alcoa and that's a high compliment that's right? a huge compliment right and so if you've got that then you have to go maybe a little bit away from your identity and you focus on passing the football because you've made some plays. And Maryville's got a lot of talent, 
But man, Coca-Cola's got a lot of skills players that you have to account for. Jordan Harris isn't the only one. He's right. great, but you see some younger guys stepping up. Elijah Cannon's made a couple catches, I believe. You also saw Eli Owens, the freshman tight end, with a huge 35-yard reception after it was first and 27 that helped lead to a first down. And so they've got the ability. It's going to really come down to this defense standing strong, getting it back in the hands of their offense, and then the offense spreading out the football and being able to slice up this defense. Because here's the thing. Maribel's focusing on that running game. They're plugging all the holes. And if you can continue to be successful in the passing game, you will start to open some of those holes back up. But oh, you've yeah. got to spread the defense out first. Exactly. And you mentioned that, and I apologize to Eli Owens and his family here. I meant to mention he had one catch for 32 yards, which is exactly what you just talked about. And also Bryce Dupree, two catches for 11. So I wanted to add those two guys in there too. Sorry about that. Didn't mean to forget about you <laughs> in the, in the st stats there. But, yeah, it, it's really going to come down to Alcoa is going to have to stop Maribel. Let him kick field goals. As long as we can pass, get down the field, move the ball, score touchdowns, mm -hmm. then we can you can catch up with him. But Maribel's getting the ball to start with. Alcoa's really got to do something this first series. Yeah. They Defense has got to hold, stay strong, get Alcoa back the ball, and then Alcoa's got to get down the field and get some more points on the board. And if they can get a touchdown, this is a one-possession game. And here's the thing. If Alcoa scores twice, touchdowns, gets the extra point, mm -hmm. they're up one because it's a 20-7 to game. Jesse Smithy from Five Star Preps predicted Alcoa would win the game by one. And so I'm not – trying to say it's going to happen but what i'm saying is there's still a lot of ball game left right. to play this game is not over and alcoa has a great opportunity here to, to show what they do when their backs are up against the wall and fight against some adversity which this team hasn't felt and dealt with yet and i'm sure rankin wants to see what his team is made of, made of because this isn't the last time they're going to face that because yeah there are some teams alcoa is going to be really successful with but you start getting deeper into the playoffs especially yeah. a team that in Milan, who comes back with a lot of powerful weapons, and there's a good opportunity we meet them again at State. Yeah, exactly, Heath. And really, when you look at it, you know, 13 points in any game is not a lot. Mm -hmm. You see a lot of teams overcome that. Again, like I said, though, it's really going to be important how Alcoa handles Maribel in this first series. Certainly will. And, Scott, let's take a quick break. When we come back, I'm going to bring Trevor Dunkel on the headset with you. He's going to talk about the scoreboard updates from around the area so you're up to speed on what's going on outside of this game. Thanks so much for listening, and we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a minute to continue the halftime show. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. 
Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guaranteed. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Whitlock and Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services, including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. Twin City Certified in Marable Game of the Week as you're listening to the Whitlock and Associates Halftime Show. This is Scott Dunkel along with Trevor Dunkel. We've given you the statistics so far for the game. We are now going to get you updated on what is going on around the area. Trevor, what's happening? Thank you, Scott. Uh, so quite a few updates, obviously, and some COVID-related. We will we'll talk about that here in a moment. Um, the other rivalry uh, in the county this week is William Blunt and Heritage. That one's not looking good for uh, Heath and I as Heritage is losing that six to 24 um, in the seconds right now. But Heritage just got six points onto the board, so maybe uh, maybe we'll see a turnaround uh, in the second half. Um, and then uh, Seymour, while you were talking about stats, went from 28 points to 42 points wow. all in the second quarter while they're taking on Cock County. So Seymour is leading that 42 to 0. I'm still in the second. Um, and then moving on, um, local games. Uh, you have Grace Christian travel to the Kings Academy tonight. Kings Academy leading that 9 to 0 in the first couple of other local teams uh, looks like they've canceled these games uh, uh, Greenback was supposed to uh, host Webb tonight but 
about a couple of hours ago they tweeted that that game was canceled so i don't know if that's covid related don't know what side there's no update on that okay um and then no update on lenore city versus uh cumberland county lenore city did have to forfeit their game against campbell county last week due to covid so just wondering if that's due to covid as well uh, but uh, we'll update you once we know more about that um, but then moving on to regional play last night Gatlinburg Pittman did not have a good Thursday night no, as they lost that game. <laughs> they lost to Loudon, 43 to 22. Um, no update on Northview against Claiborne. Starting to wonder if hopefully that's not COVID related either. Um, one other COVID related game, Austin East had to forfeit their game to Scott tonight. Scott gets the win in that as Austin East, like I said, had to forfeit. Um, and then uh, Pigeon Forge traveled to Sevier County tonight. Uh, Sevier County leading that 7-0 at the half. Um, and then moving on to other uh, local teams, uh, Powell traveled to Science Hill tonight. Powell leading that 35-7. Uh, they're at halftime right now. Um, South Doyle uh, traveled to Bearden. Bearden leading that 7-3. Um, Carnes traveled to Tennessee. And no, not the Vols, uh, the Vikings tonight. And the Vikings are leading that 20-14 at the half. Um, Walker County leading Carter, 14-0. Um, Oak Ridge leading Farragut, or I'm sorry, Farragut leading Oak Ridge, 21-10 at the half. West, who we'll be seeing here in a couple of weeks, um, looks to be uh, hopefully continuing their unbeaten streak as they lead Fulton 17-7 in the second. You will like this, Scott, as Gibbs gets the win tonight. So Central had to forfeit that game due to COVID. Oh, wow. okay. And Jefferson County and Halls tied at the half uh, at 20 apiece. But talking about COVID, we're seeing this grow each week. Um, that was something I was looking at earlier is uh, the second uh, week where we played Gatlinburg-Pittman, there was two teams that had to forfeit right. due to COVID. Last week, there was three teams. Tonight, there's at least three, could be four, could be five. We don't know. Nobody's right. updated on that. So it's just, it's almost getting out of control. Right. And the Central and Austin East were two schools also that had gone through virtual learning in Knox County last week. So that may be also as to why they did not play tonight as well. Um, could be related to that as the Alcoa White works are going on right now. Um, kind of a dark stadium as the coming on, going off, strobe, strobe light almost type thing. Really very impressive show here tonight as well. But Trevor, Alcoa down to Maryville, 20 to seven right now, struggling just a little bit. Um, you heard Heath and I talk earlier. What are your thoughts on what is going on so far in the first half? I was honestly surprised at um, how when we came out of the gates, it was just pass, pass, pass. Um, knowing Alcoa, you know, they're very hard running, run the ball. I think we've kind of went away from that. I think we are great at passing, but don't go away from what you normally do just because you're playing a different opponent. I think put a little bit more focus in the second half on rushing and see what the results are. All right. Well, there you have it. Okay. The teams are out loosening up right now. We're going to take probably about two to three minutes here with the teams loosen up while they do that we're going to go back to a break when we come back you will have marty Millsaps and heath dunkel back with the twin city certified in marable game of the week as again this is scott dunkel along with trevor dunkel as you're listening to the whitlock and associates halftime we'll be back in just a few minutes
Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things Big Orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Your home for state champion Alcoa Tornado football is WKVL AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. El Jimador Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, Call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. We're back at Goddard Field where Maryville's just returned the opening kickoff for the second half to the 35. Now there's a sprint out screen, and that's the Fortenberry who runs into his own player in number one. That is DJ Burks. DJ Burks and Maryville will still pick up about five yards on the play. Set up second down and five, and I had an inter- interesting conversation, Heath, and and that um, illegal substitution where Alcoa had 12 men on the field and, and gave Maryville a five-yard penalty was the distance needed because that kick would not have made it from 46 yards. Yeah. Yeah, I, defense stood tall and made a good play right before that, and then just another boneheaded penalty 
Maryville took advantage of. And the give here is Devon, and what a run. Should have been tackled in the backfield, and he scooted and then made a second Alcoa player miss. Picks up uh, right at five yards. It's going to be, actually, they're going to say he had the distance for a first down at the 44-yard line. That'll move the chains and give Maryville first and 10 now with 10.57 left in the third as they enjoy a 20-7 lead. Some of the same things you saw in the first half, Alcoa, with some opportunities, just some missed tackles, not quite staying in front of the runner and wrapping up and taking advantage of it there as Vaughn gets just enough for the first down. And Jones that, changes the call at the line. And they'll work from a shotgun with Vaughn on his right. He'll get the give. He's got room. He's got a hole, and he's brought down eventually by Aaron Davis and a few other tornadoes as he gets out to the 48-yard line to pick up a four on first down. It'll set up second down and six with 10-15. Maryville leads 20-7. Well, Michael Williams just came out of the game already hobbling, and so now they've had to bring back in Caden Bogan, the 5'9", sophomore defensive lineman up front. A little bit of size difference there for Alcoa up front, and Maryville... Took advantage of it last time, running up the gut. Hopefully Alcoa has an answer for it this time. Second down in motion is the wing from right to left. And this time Vaughn brought down. What a runner. Strong. Look at those legs churn. He turns in what should have been about a yard loss into about a three-yard gain. And actually about a two-yard gain. And he picks up yardage inside of Alcoa territory to the Tornado 49, and it's going to be third down and three, and this is a big third down for the Alcoa defense. Let's get some credit there, though, to Braden Cornette, as Cornette yes. held on to the T-shirt of Vaughn and slowed him down just enough to only gain a couple and allow that defense to come catch up and help finish off the tackle. So it's now third and three, and a big stop needed here for Alcoa. And it's going to be a give. No, it's going to be a First keeper down. by Jones. Yep, he takes it up the tornado at midfield and to the tornado 45-yard line. That'll be a first down with a yard to spare, and that will move the chains for the Maryville offense now with 8.50 and counting. And, Heath, I don't know unless necessary you're trying to catch Alcoa just off balance, but I'm going to say that out Maryville's going to try to run the ball here as much as they can and chew up as much time to get the ball. And if they score and they take a, the, about the whole third quarter to do it, you can stick a fork in this one. Well, Marty, what I was going to say is what Mar making the difference here for Maryville, too, is we talked about the east and west from Alcoa earlier in the ballgame. When Maryville gets hit, they're falling forward. Yes. They're falling forward north and south every play, trying to get as much yardage as they possibly can. And this time a screen out to Burks looked like it was going to go to the house, and out of nowhere comes Jordan Harris with the shoestring tackle, and what looked like it was going to be a 46-yard touchdown turns into a one-yard game as Harris quickly comes up and trips him up, and that's the kind of recognition and awareness needed from this defense if they're going to get back in this ballgame. Indeed, and he should have. He got a great block by number 12, uh, the other Carson Jones on offense, and looked like he had a lot of territory, and Harris closed quickly as Fontenberry once again comes in motion near side. Maribel moving right to left on your listening device. Carson Jones now looking to the sideline for the audible. 
And this is just great adjustments here, Marty. Fans who are listening back home, just going to lay this picture out for you here. Maribel gets lined up, two receivers out to the right. They only had, Alcoa had Jordan Harris and Jamal Williams out there. Harris noticed something, I think, that he was taught in practice from Coach Nix. He starts jumping up and down and looking over at the sidelines. Nix sees him, makes an adjustment. Cannon slides out to guard that the inside slot receiver. Harris moves back to his safety position, now creating two safeties. Harris on that side, Major Newman on the other. Maribel recognized that Alcoa knew what they were doing, and Hud had no choice but to call a timeout to regroup because Alcoa had figured them out. And that's kind of the kind of the in-depth stuff sometimes we miss if we're not paying attention, but are huge things in a game like this, Marty. And we talk about halftime adjustments made by Coach Nix, but also <clears throat> shout-out to the veteran, only a junior, but the veteran in Jordan Harris catching that quickly, Marty, and making the adjustment to cause Maribel to take a timeout early. Good good spot, Heath, and special sh uh, shout-out now quickly to Melissa Ann Flynn, Ernie Ridings, and my son Jackson Millsaps listening down in Louisville tonight as it will be Carson Jones on second down and nine from the Alcoa 49 and a shotgun with three receivers to the right, one to the left, and a give to Vaughn and almost coming up to make a great play uh, for Alcoa, but nothing as as Vaughn just is very hard to bring down. They can't get a handle on him. The first guy to Vaughn never makes the tackle. It'll be second down now from the 45. It'll be third and a long four for Maryville on the next snap with seven minutes now left in the third quarter. Maryville up 20 to seven. So now third and four. Clock continuing to dwindle here in the third quarter. On this first drive for Maryville, chewing up a lot of clock. They'll look toward the sidelines, and Coach Hunt will change the play, and Carson Jones will come up and bring it to his offense. It's 20-7. to Maryville leads with 6.40 left in the third, and it is third and four. Big-time play here for both sides. Shotgun. They fake, and it's going to be offsides. Maryville, that'll cost them five yards. They, I think the man in motion win or turned up field too early and that'll be an illegal motion that'll cost Maryville five yards and instead of having it uh third and four it's going to almost be third down now and ten and he this is huge a huge third down once again for the Alcoa defense they have to make the stop right here yeah it looks like uh, they ended up being uh, eventually a false start on the offense that moved them backwards but marty here's one thing i'd watch out for here they haven't done it a ton yet. Watch potentially a fake to Vaughn Carson Jones keeper. Yeah, uh, look for something like that to run the clock. Maybe see if they can get a, a gainer, and it's going to be a pass, three-step drop. He looks. He's got a man wide open at the 15. He fumbles, and Al Coy's going to get the got final. It. Major's got it. <laughs> Major falls on it. They're going to say it was at the one-yard line. But regardless, it was a great pass from Carson Jones to number 25, Jackson Phillips. He's hit, he coughs up the football, and it's a race to it. Major Newman gets to the ball, falls on it at the one yard line, and saves a Maribel score. And now Alcoa with new life and the football at their own one yard line. Yeah, 99 yards to go, but what a play that time marty he was wide open wide open i don't know where the secondary was at 
but Carson Jones realized they weren't there, and he found the open man, and luckily Alcoa catches him in time, knocks the ball loose, and a major falls on it. I thought he fell in the end zone. They're going to say the one, but Alcoa's offense here has got to score. They do, and it's going to be Buckles. He's going to look. He's going to throw out quickly to Elijah Cannon, who picks up a block in the left flats, hits one Maryville tackle, and as he holds on, more Rebels to the rescue as they will bring down Elijah Cannon at the 13-yard line. That'll be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down out to the 14-yard line. Good play call there in the end zone for the Tornadoes. And a special shout-out to Ben Carnes. And a special shout-out to all of our Maryville friends who are tuning into our broadcast tonight. Thank you for listening in to Two Hop Sports. And the give is going to be up the middle to Jordan Harris. He breaks broke one, one two, broke another. three, slides to the inside, and will get out to the 25. It'll be another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down at their own 25. A great run that time by Jordan Harris. And uh, once again, thank you. I know that Maryville does have a broadcast, but thank you to all our listeners uh, that tune in to us each and every week, especially during this Maryville Alcoa game. We think we put on a pretty good show, and that can be entertaining from time to time. <laughs> as long as you got those binoculars. <laughs> Rommel. <laughs> Shotgun. And a quick pitch to Harris. He gets a block on the left, breaks a tackle, makes a move, and a spin come still on, on come his on, 40-45 yard line and another big run by Jordan Harris to pick up another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down for the Tornadoes with 4.58 and counting now. The clock shouldn't have started yet until they get the, the stick set, but it has started again. Or maybe I'm wrong, I don't know. <laughs> I thought they had to have the, the chain set before the clock started back. Harris goes over to the sidelines to take a breather. Itty. Salter now in the backfield with, with Caden Buckles. Brian Bledsoe's here, so I'll get with him on that one momentarily. Three-man line and, and four linebackers, but they're all back deep. Buckles is just going to keep it. He tries to go up the middle, and he's got nothing doing. And the linebackers for Maryville read that one quickly and stepped up. First one there was number 21. That was Caleb Graham. And he put the hurt on the Alcool quarterback who picks up two on the play. It's second and eight now with 4-10 remaining in the third quarter. Buckles back into the Alcoa huddle. Alcoa has now moved the ball 45 yards on this drive, and they're almost to midfield. That'll be Major Harris out wide with Elijah Cannon in a slot with another receiver to the left and the Back in the backfield is Harris once again with Buckles. Buckles looking, now making, buying time. He's motioning, directing traffic. He looks, ball fake, out past midfield. Scampers out of bounds before he's able to get hit at the 47. And it'll set up third down now and one for Alcoa on the next snap. That also stops the clock with 334 left. And as I said moments ago, Maryville leading 20 to seven. What a nice play that time <clears throat> by Buckles. I thought he was going to get taken out in the backfield. He somehow was able to escape the defender, gets to the outside. But what he does, and here where the intelligence of the quarterback comes into play, is he tells Cannon to go upfield and points Cannon downfield, who is out in the flats, 
causes Cannon to go up and make the defender go with him, which allows more room and cushion for Buckles to get upfield and get close to that first down and make a run for it. Really nice play. Affirmation to the left side of the quarterback and a jet sweep. No, it's going to be Buckles. Keep it. He's got a one man to miss. Marable tackles him. He doesn't bring him down. The knee doesn't hit. He's still on his feet to the 40, down to the 35, and finally ushered out of bounds. Fontenberry couldn't believe it, but he could not bring the outcourt quarterback knee to the turf. He gets, breaks the tackle, and picks up extra yardage, runs out of bounds, and gives the Tornadoes another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. This is the grit, grind, never quit attitude that's going to be needed to get back in this ball game in another intelligent play by this quarterback. <clears throat> More shout-outs quickly. Susan, Susan Evans listening in from Texas. Uh, Aaron Pesterfield and our buddy Lauren Kerbo Green listening in tonight too. Love you, Lauren. We miss you. And it is Buckles back. He looks. He's got a receiver. Come on. Come Good on. Good coverage. Get it. Get it. It's a touchdown. It's a touchdown to Jamal Williams. And that will turn on the strobe lights here at Goddard Field as it's an El Himador touchdown tornadoes. And there's a flag on the play. And I think it's going to be against Maryville. We'll find out. Not sure what the call is going to be. It's touchdown. And it's going to be an unsportsmanlike conduct against the Tornadoes. So not sure what the call was or who it was on, but that could make the extra point extremely difficult unless they administer it on the point after touchdown. And I, I lost track, and I didn't see Jamal Williams do anything there, Heath. Did you I see? I got you. Okay, so I didn't see the, what happened. I think it was an excessive celebration by Jamal Williams that caused the penalty. The pass was caught by Isaiah Bryant in the end zone for the touchdown, but then Jamal Williams' over-celebration uh, caused the penalty, which is going to move them backwards. Now, here's the thing. Um, I think they're going to enforce it on the <coughs> kickoff which instead, is which for now helps Louderback get this point, which this point could be huge if the Alcoa defense can stop them because then, Marty, Alcoa has a chance to take the lead if they get the ball back. But, yes, it could be huge after this kick return for Maribel has been difficult. Oh, man. Oh, man. Heath, you gooched them. <laughs> ba bad snap, and Zach Lunsford not able to get the ball down. And... It's going to cost the Tornadoes an extra point. And they're now down. They're still down seven now as it is now 20 to 13. As you said, Heath, the extra points are so important. Uh, now they cannot go ahead with a touchdown and extra point uh, later on. And now they'll be forced. They're going to have to kick now from the 25-yard line due to the excessive celebration. And that's where if you're an Alcoa player or any player, that makes that play, you've got to keep your head and not do anything stupid to hurt your, your team. And the official marking off now the unsportsmanlike conduct, and this is going to really give Maryville a good field position. Well, I think if you're Alcoa here, Marty, you don't try to kick that squib kick again. You no. shoot it deep and tell your special teams kickoff team, stay in your lanes, wrap up. Now, I understand... Maryville or uh, Alcoa wanting to kick the ball to one side. That gives you less field to cover on your with your coverage team. But right here, just get it downfield. Kick it as high and long as you can and get down there and cover it and, and put a hat on somebody. 
And it looks like that's exactly what McAllister's going to do right here. He's going to try to kick it as far as possible. Uh, whether it gets into the, uh, if he could squib it somehow or get it into the end zone right here, it would be huge. He kicks it. It is high end over end and will be fielded at the 20 by, I believe that is Noah Vaughn. And he's got room and he brings it all the way out past the 45 near midfield. And that's where the Red Rebels will set up with great field position on this possession. And Heath, we have a new game. We certainly do, but the last thing you can afford here defensively is to give them these points right back. So got to have a big play and already got to fix plays like what happened last time. Alcoa got lucky by the defensive back able to punch that ball loose, but that wide receiver was wide open. So they've got to be really careful here, figure out what happened there on that broken play so they clean it up here, keep Maryville in check and see if they can give their offense another chance to tie this game. Heavy load to the left-hand side or the near side for the Red Rebels. Now they motion the wing to the right, and they're going to turn and give to Noah, and he's going to try to take it to the right. He makes the first man miss in the backfield. Heath, and he still slips and slides for about a four-yard gain. Should have been tackled for a loss. That young man is good. And shifty and a lot of power in those legs. It's Very strong. Turning every time he makes a hit, so it's almost like you have to have to hang on for the ride and then try to bring him down as he will bounce off of you and make your hands fall off. He's just a really talented running back. And it's made life difficult this evening now for the Alcoa defense as Fontenberry goes wide to the far side of the field and the other Carson Jones wide to this side with two slots now in motion goes Noah Vaughn back, and it's going to be a give to number 25. Yes, or is that 28? It's Ledoux. It's Ledoux, number 28. He'll pick up maybe a yard as he's kind of thrown forward on the carry. It'll be third down and five, and once again, Heath, a huge, huge third down for the Alcoa defense. Huge tackle by a freshman. Yes. As number 45, Nolan Henry, in the game right now for the Tornadoes on that defensive line, Marty. Two minutes left in the third quarter. Maryville leads 20 to 13. And what has kind of been a wrestling match kind of style, it's kind of Maryville gets all the punches in, is beating up Alcoa, and then Alcoa reverses it and, and uh, ducks the lariat and then body slams Maryville. Got to wrap him up, hold him! And they do. Noah Vaughn with the give this time. He is hit in the backfield, and then a host of tornadoes join in and bring him to the ground for a loss. It'll be fourth now and a long five for Maryville, and their offense is still on the field. And Heath, it would, I wouldn't doubt if Maryville doesn't try what Alcorn normally does. Try to get him to jump. Yeah, it's actually fourth and four. So they're going to say he got a little bit of yardage on that last carry. Here's a question, uh, Marty. Do they try, if they don't get him to jump, do they run clock out to delay to give your punter more room to kick? probably and they do run it and it's a quick kick by the red rebels nobody back deep for alcoa great call Ooh, nice by too. Derek hunt and it will move the Dang. ball all the way to the one yard line hats off to coach Derek hunt on that call that was it but the thing about it heath it was almost blocked mm -hmm. alcoa almost but ifs and buts as coach majors used to say if ifs and buts we're candy and nuts. We'd all have a Merry Christmas. Alcoa, on their last possession, moved it 99 yards for a score. Let's see if they can repeat that here on this possession. We still have 47 seconds left to go in the third quarter. 
The ball sitting inside the one-yard line for Alcoa. One back and three receivers and a tight end. It'll be two receivers near side, one to the far. Alcoa moving left to right on your listing device. And it is Buckles looking. He throws. He's got a receiver got open. It. He's got it. Go, go, go. The, go, go, go. the 40, the 45, out to midfield goes Elijah Cannon. And a big pass and catch. And Buckles, ad-libbing there, finds his running back in the flats and he takes off with it and runs to midfield. And that is Rankin a is livid as he wanted a horse collar tackle right there. The ref says no. Rankin definitely disagrees. And Marty, you never hate to say whether this is right or not or if he's faking it or not. I don't think he is. I think this is the heat and the cramps that we've got a Maryville player down slowing this Alcoa offense who was ready to get right back at it. And so there's going to be a timeout on the field to attend to this young man. We hope he's okay. But, man, what a battle. What a battle between these two teams. Let's take a quick leap. No, let's stay right here. He's back to his feet, and he's he's walking off gingerly. But, yeah, when you have the, the games like this, and they've moved the time up early, and somebody switch on the strobe lights again real quick. That gets me jacked up. <laughs> 36 seconds left here in the 35, actually, left in the third quarter. Maribel leading 20 to 13, but Alcoa on the move. They're showing the replay on the video screen, and he just gets that away, does buckles before he's tackled out of the back of the end zone. It could have been a two-point safety, and you're right, Rankin was not happy at the call. He did tackle him up high. Whether or not he got his hands in the neck, I couldn't see from here. Can we also talk about the great <clears throat> job by the quarterback, Buckles? tiptoeing the back line and not going out of bounds there. And a, a give, and I don't know if he got a face mask there or not, but it looked like he did, and there's another Red Rebel slow to get up. Cannon picks up one on the play, but it really looked like, once again, I can't tell. I'm going on body language alone, but uh, it looked like he somebody got some face mask. Maybe they just got the front of his jersey, I'm guessing. But once again, I, I, I can't tell from up here. And that's going to be it for action in the third quarter. Let's take a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout. We'll be back in 60 seconds with the fourth quarter action here in your Twin City Certified in Maryville. Game of the week right after this. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, Call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, and let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 164-1325. We are back at Goddard Field in the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. The strobe lights are going off, the fans are in a frenzy, and so is the press box here for Two Hop Sports. What a great football game this has turned into, Heath. We were talking mercy rule just moments ago, late in the first half, and now you've got Alcoa on the move. They are now moving right to the left on your listing device. 
and they will have one running back and three receivers, and it's going to be Buckles. He keeps. He's got a lot of room, Heath. He picks up yardage inside the 40, inside the 35, down to about the 32-yard line goes Caden Buckles, the Alcool quarterback, and that will move the chains and give the Tornadoes another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down with now 11.45 left to go in the game. Buckles once again in a shotgun. He's the same play, might as well. He bounces outside again, has not as much room this time, and is tackled out of bounds uh, back outside the 30. But I think they'll give him forward progress down to about the 29-yard line as it looks that's to where he got. They're actually going to place it right at the 30. The nose just over the 30-yard line. So he picked up a a long three yards there. We're going to say second down and a short seven. They've got to go to the 23-yard line for a first down. Sinity Salter to the sidelines, and Jordan Harris re-enters at running back. Maryville defense starting to look a little winded now. And it will be Elijah Cannon, the lone back in the backfield, and he is lined up closer to the line of scrimmage and the quarterback, and it's going to be a jet sweep to Major Newman. Makes the first man miss, picks up another block. And it is Harris, and he lowers his head, gets inside the 20, and they're going to call a face mask on Maryville there, and that'll be huge for the Tornadoes. And the ball, he was tackled for no gain, was Harris on the jet sweep. But 10-43 left, personal foul face mask. That'll move the ball down to the 15-yard line inside of the common sense pest control red zone. The Bliss scoreboard, the Bliss air scoreboard, right now is 20-13 to 13 in favor of Maryville with 10-43 left on the clock here in the fourth. It's all going to come down to possibly whoever has the last, has the ball last. <clears throat> Personal foul face mask, and that will move the ball. They're going to down to the 16, and that'll be a first and 10, another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And two receivers will go to the right, and it looks like Dugan and Owens, the freshman, and Brian will be to the left with Howard and Cannon in the backfield. This is going to be Buckles throwing. He's got time. He's directing traffic. He now gets rid of it back this side. He's got a wide open Elijah Cannon with one man to beat, and he makes the tackle at the eight, and there's flag. another flag on the play. And I'm not sure what this one is, but it, Heath, it, I don't know if they may call Cannon right here for leading with his head. I'm not sure. Uh, it's either a face mask or it's a, um, a hold on the offense from Brennan Dugan. Yeah, Brennan Dugan is going to be called, and there was no need for that. He was Ugh. trying to drive the defender out of the way, and I think he ended Ugh. up getting off to the hold as the defender went the opposite direction, trying to get Cannon, and Dugan trying to prevent it, and unfortunately got called there for a hold. So it does move Alcoa backwards, but a lot of success on this drive moving the football. So let's see where they put this, Marty. Yeah, they've moved 81 yards. Almost 82 because the ball was almost touching the goal line when Alcoa started this possession. And just a great job of Buckles orchestrating this offense downfield. Or as the great Hank Stram used to say, matriculating the ball downfield. 
And luckily, it's like a spot foul. So instead of first and 20, it's only first and 12. Yeah, it was a spot foul, and it happened right at the tackle. And it's going to be a quick throw wow. and almost picked off. It was uh, Williams, the intended receiver, goes through his hands and an awaiting Maribel defensive back. I believe that was number 19, Fontenberry, or was it the linebacker 27? That's Keyshawn Harper almost taking another early Christmas present, as my buddy Tom Hodge says, we will take all the early Christmas presents we can get. 9.48, clock stop now. Yeah, it was an incomplete pass. <clears throat> yes. But it was running, but, and then they were able to get it stopped. But 9.48 now, 20-13, to 13, Maryville, Alcoa on the move, second and 12. Somebody throws something out on the field. And there's going to be a timeout. I'm not sure what to decipher. We'll let the officials tell us. Let's uh, let's take a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout with 9:58 left to go in the game. Maribel leading 20 to 13. Back after these important messages. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Oh. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maribel be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. Goddard Field, Buckles takes, he throws out quickly It's going to be a touchdown! Tornadoes, a hook and ladder as Harris takes the pitch from Williams and takes it to the maroon rectangle for an El Humidor touchdown, Tornadoes. Wow. How about that play, Marty? And uh, Harris is cramping up, so he's over on the sidelines now. But what a play between him and Isaiah Bryan. And hats off to Coach Sweetland on an incredible play call. Another low snap. Oh, this one just skips Thank through. Thank goodness. A great job, a low snap. Rankin, or not Rankin, Lunsford able to pick it up off the turf, get it on the tee, and Bacon making another extra point, and we are deadlocked at 20 with 9.54 left to go on the Twin City Certified Game of the Week. We are awaiting now a Carrico construction kickoff and what a football game we have here tonight, Heath Dunkel. Marty, man, it is, uh, it's been a whirlwind and uh, my heart has been thumping the whole time, but Maryville started off hot. Alcoa has fought back through adversity and gotten back in this ball game. At one point it was 17 to zero and Alcoa has climbed their way back to make it 20 to 20 with 954 left to go here in the fourth quarter. Maryville hasn't scored this second half. No. Um, Alcoa has scored 13 points as they scored a touchdown earlier in the third, missed the extra point because of a fumbled snap, and then here scored and made it. So they were able to tie this ball game up, and now this is a huge drive, and you're again having to come to your defense and ask them to make another big series stop and give your offense a chance to take the lead. And I've got two quick shout-outs to Keith Renfro and Keith Austin. Thanks, guys. I appreciate the uh, 
the compliments. And the kick is angled towards the right. And over there making the catch is number 28. That is Ledoux. And Heath, he was surrounded and just ran right through the wickets of some Alcoa tacklers. And Maribel once again with great field position at the 45-yard line of the Tornadoes. Maribel just beating Alcoa to death in the special teams game tonight. Special teams is the name of the game as Alcoa has missed an extra point. Alcoa had an illegal substitution that moved a 46-yard field goal for Maribel to 41, and Price able to connect but would not have been able to connect from 46 on that kick. Maribel with the ball, moving left to right on your listing device. Three receivers right, one left, the screen out to Vaughn in the flats at the 40. Breaks a tackle, breaks a second, and moves the ball down to the 31-yard line for the Red Rebels. And that man right there can do it all. He is one heck of a football player. Yeah, and this Tornado defense has got to lock in right here. Yes, well, right now I lock in on him because if I'm if I'm Coach Hunt, I find every way imaginable to get him the football on this drive. This is a must-have. 9:25 left to go in the game. We're tied at 20. <clears throat> Shotgun in motion now goes number 25. That is Phillips. Low snap, handled by the quarterback, gives to Vaughn. There you go. And then he's hammered as he gets to the 30. Just inside, inside the 30 to the 28. It'll be second down now and about seven. Eight fifty left to go in the game. Maribel on the move at the Alcoa 28-yard line. And he, they very well could be in, in field goal position right here as well. <clears throat> I'm sure they'd rather have six. Alcoa, two straight 99-yard drives to tie the ball game. Come on, boys. <clears throat> same formation, same motion. And they fake. They go play action at the pump and go now. And Alcoa's got position. Get it, get it, it is an oh, it. Oh, he dropped it. He oh. dropped it. I thought that was number that was number four, four Jamal, Jamal Williams. Williams. On, well, probably the best receiver out here in Markel Fortenberry. Yeah, he is. Fortenberry gets up hurt. He is not feeling good. He's either cramping or he's turned his ankle. But regardless, he was able to break up uh, an interception right there for Alcoa. Now it's going to be Williams cramping up. So both receiver and defensive back on that play are both being stretched out now as they have cramped up. But <clears throat> that could have been big right there. What is big now, it's third and seven for Maryville at the Alcoa 28-yard line. Watch Noah Vaughn. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you got to put a spy on him anywhere he goes. But this is, you know, and Wayne said something the other night. Look for Carson Jones to pick his spots to run the ball. Yep. He hasn't done it a lot this year, but he picks his spots to run it. This may be one where everybody's thinking Vaughn and Carson Jones keeps the ball. I, you never know what Coach Hunt's going to draw up. Well, Marty, my second statement was going to be second eyes need to be on Carson Jones because this is exactly the situation where they lull you to sleep and then you expect <clears throat> that fake to Vaughn and then you're thinking pass and then Jones takes it right up the gut and has a wide open hole because no one's there. So 
got to have someone spying the quarterback and then someone else watching Noah Vaughn. But this is a huge play. <clears throat> Caden Buckles on the evening, on the other hand, for Alcoa's 15 for 16 for 199 yards passing. And I don't know how many touchdowns. We'll get to it in a minute. They're changing screens. <clears throat> but Jones in a, in a shotgun. They're going to motion Vaughn, and they're going to give the ball to, to number 28 to Ledoux. Wide open. And he, he just got a huge hole. Trap play right there by Maribel, and nobody runs and blocks a trap better than the Red Rebels. And number 28, Ledoux, takes the ball 28 yards into the maroon rectangle and a touchdown for the Red Rebels. And now it will be number 91, that is Corbin Price, in for the kick now. And it will be out of the hold of number 10, Caleb Dunford. <clears throat> and the snap, low, the set is good. The kick splits the uprights and is into the parking lot of the Alcoa High School. And what a leg by that young man. Now it's time to answer. It is. That's the uh, 808. Plenty of time left. There's no reason to panic. Uh, we're at 2020 now. We're going to stay right here. Probably should have taken a break, but I waited too long. I was too excited. I know I'm not doing well on breaks probably tonight, but uh, such a fast-paced game. We've not really had a chance to take a lot, uh, but we will eventually. We'll get them in. we got to take care of our sponsors. Can't do this without them. Appreciate each and every one of them. <clears throat> well, Marty, this is kind of like one of those games on TV where you don't want commercials. Right. Keep going. So teams come out to get set. And it looks like it is going to be number 18, Brennan Dugan. Number 8, Isaiah Bryant. And number 9, Jordan Harris. Back to receive for the Tornadoes. As Maryville gets ready for the kick. And number 94, Charles Trenum to boot. And as we've talked about all game, more than likely this one will end up in the end zone. Al Cole with offensive Possession at the 20, but we'll see what Maribel draws up here with 808 remaining in the fourth. They're up 27 to 20 as they just took the lead, and they'll kick it deep. Once again, it is going to be Charles Trenum just drilling the ball out of the back of the end zone, and they'll bring that out to the 20. Well, at least you got to you got to look at it this way, Heath. At least Alcoa don't have to go 99 yards as they have the last two possessions. <clears throat> yeah, a little bit shorter of a field this time for Alcoa, um, as you've mentioned, twice now at the one, and they've taken it 99 yards into Pater both times, and that's got to give your offense some confidence and a little bit of uh, tiredness probably in this defense. I mean, they were just on the field, Marty. Maryville scored pretty quickly. Let's see if Alcoa can do the same. And they throw it quickly out, and Isaiah Bryant just misses the ball. It wasn't the best of passes, but you got to catch that. Yeah. Help your quarterback out. I think they were trying to take advantage of Bryant on on Fontenberry, and Fontenberry still looks like he's trying to stretch out that calf. I may keep going after him right here, Heath. Well, now they're going to bring Cannon out, and I did not see who came in to replace him. but I'm going to guess it's another receiver, or Harris is in the game, Owens. and Eli Owens will be split wide to the left. And they've moved Fortenberry over to Isaiah Bryant. Yeah, they have, and they're moved there on the outside. 
It'll be Harris alone setback with Buckles in the backfield. Buckles is going to look up plenty of time. Looks, throws, intercepted right into the hands. There wasn't a, a tornado in the neighborhood. And that was number 43 for the Red Rebels. That was Jacob Richmond. And I'm, I'm still trying to find the tornado that was anywhere in that zip code. Well, I think Buckle saw a guy in the second level, but what he didn't do is put some air under it. Instead, yeah. he threw a line drive, and when he did that, stepping into that passing window was the <clears> linebacker <throat> and easily picked that one off. A little bit of air, and he, the guy was wide open, but instead a straight pass, not enough touch, and Maribel's back with the football quickly. Yeah, and if they score here real quickly, that's going to dig a deep hole for the offense with 7.54 remaining, 27.20 Maryville. We're, you're listening to the Twin City Certified in Maryville game of the week out here on WKVL FM 100.9 or WKVLradio.com. Maryville's going to quickly rush the line of scrimmage. They're going to overload to the right. Vaughn's alone setback. They're going to go to the right. He's got a big hole. He breaks one tackle and then pulls a second down to the 11-yard line. That's going to be a pickup of about seven on first down. You just can't tackle that guy. He's, he's really good, and he's fast, and he's strong. If you need someone to grind out clock because they can pick up yards, Noah Vaughn's the guy <clears throat> to give the ball to. And even more bad news, he's just a junior. Yep. 5'10", 180, but plays much bigger than that. 7-15 left to go in the game. Maribel sniffing the goal line once again. Same formation as before, overloaded to the right. And they're going to give Devon same play. He breaks a tackle, he moves to the left. And it's going to take a host of tornadoes to bring him down. And he's going to be really close, if not picking up a first down for the Red Rebels at the six-yard line. It's going to be first and goal from that point. And I would just I'd just give a heavy dose of Noah Vaughn to the Tornado defense right now because he's hard to bring down. And the Tornado defense has got to be winded. Yeah, you hope if you're Alcoa you can force a field goal, but it is getting awfully difficult as Maribel is moving this line of scrimmage and wearing down this defense, and Noah Vaughn is doing the rest. As it's first and six, and Maribel hurries quickly as now they've got a split back set and under offense. the center goes Jones he fumbles and Alcoy quickly on top of it Jones's helmet comes off so he'll have to come out of the game for a play now and that'll set up second down and about eight now on the loss on the play yeah. so Heath right there let me ask you this Jones hasn't taken a snap from center all night moves into underneath and the first snap from underneath center fumbles. And they're only going to give him a yard loss back to the seven. But, but regardless, it's second seven. And Jones has got to come out unless Maribel wants to take a timeout. Well, yeah, it looks like they're going to do bring another quarterback in. I'm trying to tell who that is. Is it number unless, unless they're going 18 Wildcat. 18 or 10 or? I think they're going Wildcat with They Burks. are going Wildcat with Vaughn. Vaughn and Burks. Burks at quarterback. Burke, DJ Burks at quarterback. Takes it. Gives a snap. Just going to keep it himself right up the middle. And he'll draw a huge crowd as he gets inside the five down to about the two. 
and it'll be third down and goal at that point. And if Maryville don't get the ball in right here, Heath, which they're going to hurry up, they're going to go same formation with D.J. Burks at quarterback, Vaughn at running back with two receivers to the right and a wing to the right, and they're going to give it. Burks is going to keep it and be hammered by Jordan Harris. Jordan Harris back at the six. So now decision time for the Red Rebels. Do you kick a field goal to go up two scores? I say yes. I mean, I think if you're Maryville, you're, you should. Um, but we'll see what they do as uh, there's a timeout, I believe, on the field. It looks like injured. we've got an injury. Yeah, there is an injury. Somebody's slow to get up, and that's the offensive lineman number 50. I uh, can't make out a number on the other side of his jersey, but he's up and off the field, so his mom can, uh, you know, rest a little easier now. And it will be Maryville sending in the field goal unit and Corbin Price. <clears throat> on to hold will be Dunford. This will be a basically a chip shot for him, just a little farther than a than an extra point, as they will set the ball at the 12. Officially, or 13, officially this is going to be a 22, 23-yard field goal from the far hash, or the left hash, if you will. Snap, the set, the kick up, the kick. Good, he sneaks it just inside the left upright. Plenty of height, plenty of distance, but just uh, sneak it inside the left upright, and it's good, and Maribel now with a 30-20 to 20 lead with 4.38 left to go. And now, Heath, you got to get creative and you got to score fast if you're the Tornadoes. Absolutely, Marty. We'll see what they do here, but let's take a quick 30-second break, and when we come back, we'll see if this offense can get down the field and score for Alcoa. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blunt County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. We're back, and it once again will be a kick by Maryville. It's high end over end. This will sail into the end zone as well, off the foot of Trenum. And it will be Alcoa starting from the 20-yard line in a must-score situation with 4.38 left to go in the game. And this has been everything it was built up to be, and then some. Alcoa now, it looks like they're going to have, obviously, buckles at quarterback. And you got Major Newman in there. you got Eli Owens. You're going to have to do a two-minute offense. Harris. Here. You've got Elijah Cannon. And uh, I think that's Dugan now into the game over here at the wide it is. near side. <clears throat> and it's two receivers each side with Harris alone setback. And it's buckles stepping up and hitting major newman major newman don't dance just get out of bounds stop the clock he will stop the clock with the dwight price first down though as he gets out to the 34 yard line and uh, the clock never started on the play still 438 left to go and it won't start until the ball is set in play 
and the officials now are looking. Now the clock has started with 4.33 and counting now, and it's Buckles in a shotgun. He's got Cannon, the lone setback with him, and three receivers to the right, one to the left. They move right to left on your listening device. Back and throwing, Major Newman makes the catch, steps out of bounds at the 38-yard line. So it, it almost to me, Heath, looks like they're trying to lull the corner to sleep over there. And look for them to line up in that I formation in the receiver set, fake the screen to Newman, and have the receiver just go on a fly pattern, see if you can get the up back or the defensive back from Maryville to bite and run right by him. We don't see that right now, though. And it is Buckles in a shotgun. Harris alone set back. Fake to give, play action, and throw out to uh-huh. Elijah Cannon, who is wide open in the right flat, and he drops it at the 40-yard line. Some fatigue starting to show now for the Tornadoes, and it looked like Cannon may have stubbed a finger on that one, too. That hurts, and you can tell he's in some pain. That's obviously what's happened, because he's usually as short-handed as you get. 4-12, clock stopped with the incompletion. 30 to 20, Red Rebels. Alcoa now, a very important third down as they stare at a third down and six. And a quick shout out to Mike Scrapper Campbell. Thanks, Scrapper. I picked out that music. <laughs> Hope you're doing well, my friend. Timeout, Maryville. Maryville does take a timeout def- defensively. Let's take a Lee Franks, a volunteer home mortgage timeout with them. We'll be back in 60 seconds with the conclusion of the Twin City Certified and Maryville Game of the Week as Maryville leads Alcoa 30-20. to 20. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. Back at Goddard Field, third down and a short seven for Alcoa from their own 38. They've got to go out to the 44, we'll say third and six. <clears throat> Buckles in a shotgun and a two tight end set and four receivers. Shotgun, picks it, he's gone. He's got, oh no, he's caught at the 40, inside the Rebel 40 down to the 44 is Jamal Williams. And he caught that one, a great throw right there by Buckles. He's cramping again. Yeah, he is, and Maribel's defensive back, and that, is that, that's number, is that number one, DJ Burks? That would be huge to have him out for a play. No, it looks like another number. I can't tell who it is at the moment, but they're attending to him. Um, Jamal Williams also cramping, but was able to get off the field so they could substitute Dugan in for him. So while they're attending to this young man, uh, both teams over on their sidelines talking to their coaches. 4.04 remains in this quarter. And it is 30 to 20 Maryville. Alcoa trying to get a touchdown going again. It was 20 all here going 
here early in the fourth. Uh, Maryville able to answer with a touchdown. They get 27 to 20. Alcoa started to get a drive going, and an unfortunate interception <coughs> gave Maryville back the football. The defense stood tall, only let Maryville get a field goal. And because of that, it's a 10-point ball game. But here's the kicker. Alcoa is still trying to get down the field and score, get seven on the board, and then they're going to have to rely on their defense to hopefully get a three and out and see if they can get this ball back before Maryville can run the clock out. <clears throat> Not a lot of time left. The good news, Alcoa has three timeouts, but still got to be smart when you use them and hope your defense can do the rest as it was number nine, Eli Hames, the 6'3", 200-pound junior defensive back who was down cramping up. And uh, he goes over to the <coughs> sidelines. And uh, Maryville's played hey, some hey, tougher opponents, Marty, but this is probably, for a lot of these guys, the longest they've played all season. Oh, indeed. And and, and Hames, I'll be honest with you, he, both of his legs were being stretched out there. He was cramping in both calves. Mm. But you're right, Maryville's uh, beating the snot out of a few people like Alcoa. They normally don't get to play the whole game, and now they're, they're seeing the effects of the heat and having to play four quarters. And a great grab there by Major Newman along the sideline, and he got not only one foot down but two at the Red Rebel 30, and Heath, this one's coming back oh, on no. a holding call. Mm. And once again, Alcoa making a mistake, and that'll take the ball from the 39 all the way back to the 49, and it'll make it first down and 21. And Rankin is not happy. <clears throat> I think he more or less said, you've not called that all game. That hurts. I, You know, I, I didn't see it. I was watching the ball, so um, I can't. But Rankin, Rankin is definitely going to give the official uh, along the sideline there a little bit of what for. Three receivers right, one left, and Eli Owens and Harris is the setback. And a blitz, and oh. Buckles is going to go down. Maribel dialed up the blindside blitz at the right time, and it was number 83 and number 21, and that being Jason Manneker and Caleb Graham both slamming the door for the Red Rebels, and that loss, Heath, goes all the way back to the Tornado, 38. So you're looking at, you know, second, Alcoy was on a show last year called Fourth and Forever. Right now, this one is second and forever. Yeah, it's backed up super deep at this point. You're looking at, God goodness, almost second and, I would say, almost 40. 34 yards. Yeah. Pretty doggone close. <clears throat> Second and 34 yards. Got to quit making boneheaded plays. And that time, the left side of the line just got beat. Uh, they, they weren't didn't have the speed and the foot quickness to keep up with the speed of the defensive end. He gets around the tackle, and Buckles had no clue. Buckles was trying to – he knew some pressure was coming, and you saw him start to move in the pocket. He didn't know it was coming that quickly, and they get brought down. And, and Alcoa is lucky he didn't fumble it. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. He basically just got – Alcoa just got outflanked over there on that uh, the left side of their offensive line, and Maryville just sent more than they could block. It's almost like uh, uh, the water boy. 336, 30-20 Maryville. And it is back, back, Buckles back. Got plenty of time. He's going to have a receiver now. He's going oh, to underthrow no. it. And it's going to Major Newman took it away from the Maryville defensive back. 
And that was number six for the Red Rebels. That was Noah Lineball. And he's, Major Newman just said, I'll take that, thank you. And left Lineball with his hands on his head wondering what happened. He, they go from second 32 to first down at the 26-yard line. Huge. I mean, that's just a senior veteran play right there as that ball was underthrown, and Newman comes up above him and just rips it out of his hands. Buckles back, looks, got a receiver underneath, and Harris makes the first man miss to the 20, lowers his shoulder, and he needs to get out of bounds and does at the 18. The clock's starting to become a factor now, Heath, with 3.17 left to go. Alcoa on the move and in the common sense pest control red zone. At the 19, it's second down and a long two. <clears throat> Shotgun. Three receivers left, one to the right. Cannon in the backfield. And it's going to be Buckles just keeping it. And takes it upfield. Either helmet came off or the ball came loose. Helmet came off the defensive player as uh, Buckles trucked him. Was his head still in it? And now he is down with a cramp, uh, the defensive guy that he tried. So they're attending to that cramp. <clears throat> this gives Alcoa a minute to, to figure out what they want to call here. This is a big first down, ball about the 13-yard line, 3.09 remaining, first down for Alcoa, 13 yards away from the end zone. They're down 10. Alcoa has to get a score here still quickly. And then they got to rely on their defense to make some big stops. And a timeout, since it was already used, Marty, Alcoa's down to two. And the Red Rebels down to one. I don't know why Maryville would want to stop the clock, but in case you were wondering, that's their timeout. Alcoa back onto the field. What a game, Heath. Yeah. I love these. These Maryville-Alcoa games, are, I wish they played twice a year, to be honest. And cut down on our travel. Well, this is why we talked in the pregame show, Marty, that one school may be big, bigger than the other, but it's about the size of the heart, not about the size of the school, as these are incredible games every year. Indeed. Shotgun buckles back. Screen pass out to, is that number six? That's Salter. Yeah, Eddie Salter. Yep, Eddie Salter, and he's inside the 10 down to about the eight, seven or eight, and it'll be first down. He picks up five yard. Clock still running. 246 and counting now. Gotta move quick. Yeah, you do. No huddle for Alcoa. They've got the call in, and it'll be Cannon alone. Setback. Watch this right Watch here. Watch the screen. He's, yep. And instead, it's going to be Buckles. Go, keeping. Buckles, go! Go! Buckles takes it to the maroon rectangle. That sets off the scoreboard and the strobe lights here at Alcoa and cuts the lead to 30. 26 with two and a half minutes left to go. So now the million dollar question, Heath, onside kick or kick it away? Maribel all night long has ran it back into Alcoa territory on every kick. Yeah. I, I really don't know what to do. I know who my Alcoa player of the game is though. Yeah, we, we have the same thought process there. The extra point is up. It's doing, so we've got a three-point ball game. Two and a half minutes left to go here in the fourth quarter, and it is gut check time, and it's time to see if this defense can make one last stand, and if this offense 
Washington makes the magic happen here in the final minutes of the ballgame. Marty, I think I have to agree with you. <clears throat> if you kick it deep, they're probably going to get it to the same spot you would if you do it onside. So you, you almost wonder what's the, what's the hurt in trying it because at least if we try it and we get it, we have an even better chance than what we would if we kick it deep. If I was Alcoa, I'll, I'll just go ahead and tell you right now, I would have been onside kicking every time. Yeah. I mean, why not? If nothing else, kick it as hard as you can every time right at them and see if the up back can make the player the ball scoops free somewhere. We'll see what Alcoa draws up right here. Um, second question you've got to ask yourself, Marty, though, is I know we've had some trouble with Griffin McAllister trying to get everything figured out. Can your freshman kick an onside kick successfully? We're about to find out. It's actually McAllister headed out to the 40-yard line to kick. He will kick right to left. He's going to set the tee uh, near the left hash. You've got Major, Harris, <clears throat> Isaiah Bryant, Elijah Cannon, and they bring over Brennan Dugan on that side for where they would do the onside kick, Marty. Let's go, Griffin. Come on, bud. And it's going to be an onside kick. Maryville knows it. And we'll see what happens. It's a squib, and Maryville's going to fall on it at the 46-yard line. But it's the uh, worst field position Maryville's had all night after a Carico construction kickoff. And there is a penalty on the field. What it's probably going to be is an early start by the kickoff team before McAllister got that kickoff. Special so. shout-out to Chris Watson, Newvine, too. Another Maryville fan listening in to two hop sports i've lost my voice yeah so not only do they get the onside kick marty but the penalty gives them about another 15. so maribel's now got the ball on the 40. no they're going to make them re-kick is okay. what they're going to do i was yeah. like man that's a i did not realize it was that big of a penalty <laughs> now it was onside kick maribel's chosen to make and i don't know why you would make them re-kick this that's that's just i mean unless they have to well this is also a chance for McAllister to redeem himself. Is that kick, there wasn't a lot of spin and pop to it. It was kind of just kind of a duck line I, drive right to the line. I need Brian Bledsoe here to explain this to me because I'm Maryville. I'll just go ahead and take the ball right there. The heck with it. I've got it near midfield anyway. Why give Alcoa another chance to recover an onside kick unless they didn't have a choice? Yeah. McAllister has looked really impressive this offseason, trying to get back in the groove this year for the regular season. Let's see if he can make a solid onside kick here. Let's go, big guy. Gets another chance. That looks a lot better. better. It jumps. Come on. Oh, 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 oh. The ball bounces oh. around. It hit off a red rebel off a tornado. Goes out of bounds. And it's at the midfield stripe is where the Red Rebels will have the ball. I still don't understand unless they didn't have – and I, I'm going to guess as smart as Derek Hunt is, they didn't have a choice right there, and they and Alcor was forced to re-kick. That was a pretty ball that time by McAllister. And if Alcor was able to jump just a little higher, I think they might have got it. But it hit a Maryville guy, went out of bounds. So the Rebels have the ball, and this is big time. Two and a half minutes left to go. First down for the Rebels. They're going to probably run this ball with Noah Vaughn and try to run the clock out, but Alcoa's got two timeouts. Let's see when they use them and if they can make a big stop here. Shotgun, Jones back in at quarterback. Two receivers each side, one back and Vaughn to the left hip of Jones. Motion now comes number 25. Yeah, he's been moving early like that all night, number 25. That is 
Jackson Phillips. He's been a step early all night long, and right now we got cramps again. We'll see who's down. That's Jamal Williams, and he is in some pain. Those cramps hurt bad. Well, he's been cramping up a lot this last quarter, quarter and a half. I mean, truly just giving it his all tonight and trying to get his body right so he can be out there with his teammates. So Peggy Bratt, Bratt attending to him. Um, let's take a break, and we'll be back in just a minute. We all come from any walks of life, but no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. I guess they blew it was an injury. They blew it back in. No, no, they just the play clock started too. They've just blown it back in play, and we're back. And Maribel's just running it. And Maribel's just letting the clock run now under yeah. two minutes. Smart, good, by very smart. Two receivers each side, uh, same alignment. Just they bring, wrap him up, bring him down. Yep, and they let number 28 carry the ball. That is Ledoux. And Heath, I don't want anybody with their hands on it except for Noah Vaughn right now. Alcoa will take their second timeout. They'll have one more with 1.44 left. And this is third down, Heath, and this is huge. And Coach Nick's calling everybody over, making sure everyone is hydrated, knowing what is on the line. They have to have an idea of what formation Maryville's in and what they're going to run. Everyone has tendencies. Has Alcoa picked up on any hunt tendencies on third down and seven? Do you think, Marty, <clears throat> fake it here to Vaughn and look for a little dump pass to the tight end up the middle? Try to pull that defense in, to try to make that big stop and chunk it right over Boy, they've head. not thrown the ball to the tight end all night long. Well, I mean, unless, you know, <laughs> number tw I know number 25 has been lining up Jackson Phillips at that wing formation right behind the offensive line. They might try to get it to him. What about that old Miss play from the other night? Carson faked like he's going to run it and then pop it downfield to an open lineman or a running back who releases. Yeah, as long as you don't have any linemen that go downfield. Yeah. They said the quarterback passed the line of scrimmage in that game. He definitely did not, but... Certainly a good play to add to the playbook. Here we go. Big time play, third and seven. And Jackson Phillips does move to that, and he was ran that Three. pattern, Heath, and oh. it's going to be short. It's complete, and making a great play is Newman as he puts a shot to D.J. Burks. And it is a timeout now with 1.34 left. It's fourth down now for the Red Rebels. It's going to be fourth down and five, and if I'm Maribel, i got to kick it right here. I've got to call on my special teams. 
Yeah. Uh, Maribel's won the special teams battle tonight. They yeah. were, they have. you got to force Alcoa to drive the full field with a minute and a half left, first giving them only 50 yards. Now, how big now, Heath? Let me ask you this. This is ifs and buts. Yeah. But, you know, the illegal substitution that moved the 46-yard field goal to 41 yards, Huge. and the 41-yard field goal just slipped over the upright. Yeah. And that's the difference in the game right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Also, Marty, how big is that missed extra point? Because if yes. Alcoa had made it and they can get it in field goal range, they could take the lead if yeah. they had gotten that extra point. Alcoa could, coulda, shoulda, woulda been up. They should be up 28 to 27 right now. They're not. You got Everything's in play here. And, you know, take your hats off to Maryville. They have completely outplayed Alcoa in special teams tonight. Completely. Well, Carson Jones is on the sidelines. Is Dugan, is that Dugan back deep for the Tornadoes? No. Yeah, they've got, it looks like they're going to punt, but watch them try to drive Koa offsides. It's a different Red Rebel punter in the He's game. He's wide man. open. Why is that receiver wide I open? Know. Call that time. receiver is wide open. Yeah, they know. And Maribel called wow. 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 All they had to do was snap the ball and throw it to the out man over there. Nix was screaming up and down, get him covered. And all Maribel had to do right there was snap the ball and throw it to him, and he could have ran until Dugan met up with him somewhere down the sidelines in the red zone. Oh. Uh, uh, and Maribel called timeout. Maybe they were running out of time on the play clock, but how did they not see that? If Alcoa comes <clears throat> back and wins this game, that's the, the, the play that hurt them right there because that was – he, if he could have saw him out there and thrown it to him, and he all he had to do was pick up a first down and run the rest of the clock out of the ball game. And Alcoa gets lucky that Maribel calls a timeout because they didn't weren't paying attention, and Nix was yelling at him, but no one saw it. And you can bet he's going to have his punt return team ready this time and follow their assignments. But he, another big play, Marty. Yeah, they're going to send Eddie Salter. Eddie Salter out there to cover that guy. It'll still be Dugan back deep, I do believe. Maribel rushes to the line of scrimmage. Don't and jump. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't jump. It is Dugan back there, I think. Oh. oh, the snap's high. The kicker is able to roll it in. He gets the kick. It goes off the side of his foot, bounces out of bounds at the 12-yard line. Alcoa faces 88 yards. They'll have to navigate in a minute and 27 seconds. We've got a nail-biter at Goddard Field. Oh, my goodness gracious, Marty. This is one for the record books. Now, this is one that's, that's going to be, this is a classic right here. This is an absolute classic. All right. Here we go, Marty. Now, Cole with the ball, shotgun, buckles back, got a lot of time just to screen out to Harris. Harris makes the first guy, no, doesn't miss, and he's lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. Great defense that time by the Red Rebels. They got a line up. That play went for nothing. They got to get the ball down the field quick. It's now a minute four and counting as they're just running clock here as they are Taking a lot of time to get ready. Yeah, they are. Buckles back to throw. 
plenty of time. Now he rushes, he runs out, got a receiver open, oh my and he throws it too high. And it is an easy Oski or pick for Cannon Johnson. And the guy that has played so well all night long, buckles, airmails it, and had a receiver on the run, didn't set his shoulders, and that, you know, that's Heath, that's what they teach him all the time. you got to square your shoulders. He didn't. The ball floated on him, uh, and as an interception, and Maribel will take over now. Alcoa, no timeout, 51 seconds. Maribel's got to take a knee twice, and they'll be victors here in the battle for Pistol Creek. For the battle of Pistol Creek, I beg your pardon. What a game. Is Dan still here? And it's going to be Maribel taking the snap out of a shotgun, and it'll be Jones taking a knee back at the 40. Stay tuned after the game for the Everding Orthodontics post-game show and the Bliss Air scoreboard brought to you by the Triple D team. And also the presentation of the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. And once again, it'll be a victory formation for the Red Rebels. Jones takes a snap, takes a knee back at his own or the Alcool 47, and that'll do it. 16, 15, 14, 13. Game is over. Maryville wins 30 to 27, and what an exciting football game this was, right down to the final minute. Right down to the final minute. Heath, any last words before we get a break? <laughs> Heartbroken. I think that's the only word I got. I think we need to take a break. <laughs> yeah, let's take a break. About three minutes. Y'all run to the restroom, do whatever you got to do. Come back here for the Whitlock and Associates post-game report and Bliss Air scoreboard and the presentation of the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Back in three minutes. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. <laughs> 
Craving some amazing eats today? Oreo Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow Oreo Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at oreocheesewagon.com. Oreo Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. CBD is sold everywhere these days. But only CBD American Shaman guarantees their products. 100% certified organic full spectrum. CBD American Shaman. The most bioavailable CBD with patented nanotechnology. Exclusively at CBD American Shaman with a money-back satisfaction guarantee. Stop by today and try a free sample of the most bioavailable CBD. Guarantee. Only at CBD American Shaman. CBD American Shaman, the most bioavailable, guaranteed. Have you ever wondered why they call it Super Tuesday? Well, it's all about the grind, WKVL's weekly sports show that gives the platform for fans to get their voices heard on all the week's hot sports topics. Coming to you live from the Party Pub in Alcoa every Tuesday night, 5 to 7 p.m. We'll talk Blunt County sports, college sports, pro sports, and all things big orange sports. Call-ins are welcome and live weekly giveaways. Join us each and every week. I think you'll be glad you did. Carico Construction. We are a commercial contractor serving Maryville and Knoxville. Building strong customer relationships is just as important to us as laying sound structural foundations. Our goal is to build your ideal work, storage, worship, or retail space efficiently and cost-effectively. From concept to completion, we'll be by your side, helping you through the often complicated construction process. You can reach us by phone at 865-984-7393 or online at CaricoConstruction.com. That's C-A-R-I-C-O construction.com. Text Carico to 85100 to receive our special offers. Carico Construction. We build trust. El Jimador Mexican Grill. Authentic Mexican food in Maryville, Tennessee for the past 15 years. Open Sunday through Thursday, 11 a.m. to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday, 11 a.m. to 10.30 p.m. El Jimador offers Monday through Friday lunch specials with their 15 minutes or free guarantee. Call your order in at 865-681-6040 and delivery is available. You'll enjoy a comfortable environment while gathering with family and friends at El Jimador Mexican Grill, located at 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville, Tennessee. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Whitlock & Company Certified Public Accountants features accounting services for individuals and businesses. Serving Blunt County for over 30 years, everything from income tax preparation services to personalized accounting plans for small businesses and large corporations with over 100 employees for a full range of accounting services including payroll processing, bookkeeping, individual and business tax returns, compilation review and assurance services. It's Whitlock and Company, PC, 375 Fountain View Circle in Alcoa, Tennessee, 37701. Phone 865-984-1040 or 865-981-9638 or visit Whitlock and Company online at whitlockcpa.com. 
If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executive Associates, and they can help with all of your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. Call 888-SOLD, which is 888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The right home with the right price. Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills, or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me, Lee Franks, with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, And let's run some numbers. Rates are at historic lows, and we might save you some money. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, NMLS 1641325. I am Representative Bob Ramsey, a half-century Blount County football fan. I understand that most of us can't be on the field tonight, but we are a team. I encourage every one of you to take pride in our community and be your best at whatever you do, sports, education, business, or church. I am honored to represent our team in Nashville as your voice in the General Assembly of Tennessee. Best wishes as we work toward a championship year. Thanks for teachers, veterans, and first responder service. Stay in touch. Paid for by Representative Bob Ramsey. Game show here on the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Heath Dunkel, and along with me here in the post game show, Scott Dunkel has a tough, tough battle tonight in Alcoa Falls, just short of this ball game as they lose to the Maryville Rebels 30 to 27. A heck of a matchup between these two teams, and uh, just a heartbreaking loss, Scott. Oh, yeah, definitely, Heath. And- to, but the thing is, as we said, we want the ball last because the team that has the ball last could potentially decide the game. Unfortunately, just a little bit of an overthrow, and it was intercepted, and Maribel was able to basically go into victory formation and nail the game out. But really hard-fought game on Alcoa's part, um, and Maribel's too. Both teams... Um, especially in, in the fourth quarter, was starting to cramp up quite a bit. Um, both teams really probably hadn't played all their starters all four quarters of a game so far this year. We know definitely Alcoa's not. But, um, you know, my hat's off to Maryville. They played a great game. My hat's off to Alcoa. They played a really tough, good game too. So, you know, it doesn't count in the standings. Doesn't hurt anything on a road to back to Cookville or I think this year, what is it, Chattanooga? So, yep, Chattanooga this year. So, you know, hey, good game, good 
really, really good game. Kind of reminded me of watching the Patriots and Cowboys last night. <laughs> or not, Patriots. Patriots I'm Cowboys. sorry. So it used to it kind of Brady. felt like it with Tom Brady, right? Buccan uh, Buccaneers. Buccaneers and, and Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, heck of a game last night. A thriller last night. A thriller tonight. Um, not the way we would have liked to have seen it. But, man, Alcoa put it all out on the field. You hate it for these seniors as they don't want to go out this way. Um, one thing you can give them credit for, Scott, is these seniors were freshmen the last time Alcoa beat Miraville. So they can say they've beat Miraville they in their yes. high school career. Next year, seniors have got a task ahead of them and a lot of work to do. But we know they can do it here at Two Hype Sports. But, Scott, I think we've got our stats ready to roll. So I'm going to go ahead and let you call those. And then once we get done with those, I think uh, – we may have a special guest up here in the booth. We'll see. If not, we'll turn it over to Trevor to scoreboard updates, and we'll go from there. All right, good deal. Well, we will start with the uh, visiting Maryville. 36 rushing attempts, 118 yards. 10 of 13 in passing for 162 yards. They had two rushing touchdowns, one defensive, and I believe I'm missing another one or a couple more here. I apologize for that. Let's see, one, two, three. Nope, that's it. Uh, a lot of field goals, though, so <laughs> that definitely made up the difference in there as well. All right, uh, Carson Jones, 10 of 13, 162 yards, one sack, no touchdowns. Rushing, 10 attempts, three yards, one touchdown. Also, Noah Vaughn, 18 rushes for 89 yards. Gage would do four carries, 36 yards and a touchdown. DJ Burks uh, had a rough night. Rushing three attempts, no yards, two catches for 55 yards. Markel Fortenberry, one carry, minus 10, five catches for 37 yards. Jackson Phillips, two catches for 56 yards for the Rebels tonight. As also, it looks like Price went three for three in field goals tonight as well. So he had a really good night. Looking over at Alcoa, 23 rushing attempts, 109 yards, 24 of 30 in passing, two interceptions, though, 319 yards. Alcoa had 53 plays. Front scrimmage tonight, 428 total offensive yards, two rushing, two passing touchdowns tonight for Alcoa. Zach, um, we'll take that back. Caden Buckles, 24 of 30, 319 yards again, two interceptions. Sack twice and two touchdowns. Caden Buckles rushed the ball 12 times, 42 yards and two touchdowns. Cody Bledsoe, one rush for eight yards. Elijah Cannon, three carries for three yards, four catches for 93. Eddie Salter, three catches for five yards. Jordan Harris, seven rushes for 56 yards, seven catches for 43 and a touchdown for Alcoa Major Newman. Had five catches, 72 yards. Jamal Williams, one catch for 24. Eli Owens, one catch for 32. And Bryce Dupree, three catches for 50 yards and a touchdown as well. For the Alcoa Tornadoes, again, just not enough to get over the hump as they fall to Maribel, 32-27. All right, thanks, Scott. And uh, if Trevor is ready we may be bringing him up here in just a minute for scoreboard updates <clears throat> we'll give him another second or two but you know hats off to Caden Buckles a tough ball game um you know his first time playing Maryville as a quarterback of Alcoa and uh 
some tough plays for him, but also some great plays. And I thought right. he really played his heart out tonight. 24 of 30, only six incompletions. The rest accumulated 319 yards of uh, passing with two touchdowns. And then his legs really started to be a factor in this game as well with 12 carries for 42 yards and two touchdowns. So four total touchdowns. Let me, let me tell you this, every touchdown tonight for Alcoa was Caden Buckles. Actually, that's very true, Heath, and hard fought. Hard fought game for him, um, and we tip our hat to him. Um, if he is able, we're trying to get him up in the press box to give him the Player of the Week award for um, from the Alcoa Tornadoes. Um, and presented that by Smoky Mountain Axe House. So if he's able to get up here, we're going to do so and give it to him and record that on Facebook Live as well on our Two Hype page. Um, but uh, a lot of people wanting to talk to him on the field tonight. So we'll see if he's able to come up. Not only do you have people interviewing him, but you got cross-county friends who all know each other who may be talking to him as well. So we'll see. We'll see if he's able to make it up. Um, but... I don't see him yet, so now I'm going to turn the headset over to Trevor for scoreboard updates. Hey, thank you, Heath. Um, so, um, another rivalry we had tonight uh, ended a little bit differently as William Blunt traveled to Heritage tonight. That game just ended as William Blunt takes the bell home. Uh, they win that 38-19. to um, Some regional uh, teams playing tonight. Well, we'll first start with Last night, uh, Gatlinburg-Pittman uh, traveled to Loudoun. Um, that game was not even close as Loudoun got their fifth win of the season. It went 43-22. to Sorry, I hesitated. All the lights went out in the stadium while <laughs> everyone's still here. Um, I guess they're telling everyone to go home. They're saying you can leave, but you can't. Yeah, exactly. It's safe saying you, you, can, <laughs> you can leave, but you can't definitely can't stay here. So... But anyway, getting back to the scoreboard, Trevor. Sorry, continuing with the scoreboard. Uh, we do now have an update for Northview Academy. We didn't have that earlier. Uh, Northview with the sound win tonight over Claiborne, 35-0. to Northview getting their second win, but their first real win of the season. As a couple of weeks ago, they got a COVID win over West Green. Um, and then another, uh, talking about COVID, uh, Austin East had to forfeit tonight to Scott. Scott gets that win. Um, and then Sevier County uh, beating Pigeon Forge 14-0. to um, And then uh, moving back over to some local games, we have uh, Seymour who traveled to Cott County. Seymour won that 49-7 to to move to 3-1. and um, Still no updates from, well, there, it's not supposed to be an update, sorry. For the Greenback web game, all I know is it's canceled. Don't know if it's COVID-related or what's happening and what school, if it is COVID. Um, and then moving on to some other scores of interest, Powell getting their third win tonight as they defeated Science Hill 42-14. to South Doyle uh, getting their fourth win tonight as they beat Bearden 26-7. to uh, Tennessee holding on, and I don't mean the Vols, uh, holding on against Carnes as they win 33-31. to So maybe that's uh, some insight of what happens tomorrow. But um, And then Walker County traveled to Carter tonight. Walker County getting their third win as they beat Carter 42-14. to uh, Farragut getting their first win of the season as they beat Oak Ridge 35-0. And that's hard to believe that it took them four games to get their first win. This oh, year. yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. 
Um, and then, again, we'll be playing West here in a couple of weeks. They get their fourth win of the season as they beat Fulton 31-14. to As mentioned earlier, Gibbs gets a win tonight to move to 2-2 two and two, um, as Central had to forfeit that game due to COVID. Um, and then Halls hanging on against Jefferson County as they beat them 34-33. to Very good. Thank you, Trevor. That was a bliss there scoreboard. Trevor has just brought you, letting you know what has been going on with the area teams. And um, also, I guess you say Knox County as well. I consider area Blount County. But, again, uh, great job on that, Trevor. We're going to go back here in just a couple of minutes to go back to Heath. And um, looks like we were still waiting on Caden. Not sure if he's going to be able to make it back up here or not. So... What we'll do is we're going to go to a two-minute break and see if we can get Caden up here, and um, then we'll be closing out as soon as we can talk to him. But, again, we thank you for listening. The score, again, Maribel 30, Alcoa 27 here at Goddard Field, and we'll be back in about two minutes. You, again, are listening to the Whitlock and Associates halftime, or I'm sorry, that's the halftime show. This is the postgame show. But anyway, it's the uh, Twin City Certified and Marable Game of the Week. Anyway, we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Your home for state champion Alcoa Tornado football is WKVL, AM 850 and 100.9 FM, Maryville, Tennessee. Yep, it's that time in East Tennessee. Football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a light new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley and Twin City Certified in Maryville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owned to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. See you soon at Twin City Certified in Maryville. Crossover vehicle owners, here's a tire just for you. Stop by Stevenson Tire to see the all-season Yokohama Geolander Geo 55. Loaded with premium technology, like Yokohama's specially formulated orange oil compound for all-season traction and an advanced tread design for a responsive and comfortable ride. The Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 provides more performance, more confidence, and more value. Check out the Yokohama Geolander Geo 55 today at Stevenson Tire, 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville, 983-1621. And get more for your crossover. We all come from any walks of life. But no matter where you come from, the Blunt Partnership's goal is to always ensure you and your business are our top priority. In Blunt County, you are family. In the foothills of the Smoky Mountains, there is no greater place to plan a business and raise a family. We'd love to pair up with you and plan for the days ahead. Here, you can have it all at BluntPartnership.com. We are Windy City Grill, and we brought Chi-Town Taste to the 865. Chicago-style food and a fun atmosphere. Windy City Grill is a great place to watch your favorite games and enjoy wings, burgers, pizza, and more. At 
Windy City Grill, we have live entertainment most weekends and cornhole tournaments every Wednesday night. Stop by and see what all the excitement's about at Windy City Grill, located at 2641 U.S. Highway 411 South in Maryville. Best of luck with Trevor's Tornado Trivia. Lunch or dinner is on us for every winner up to $10. Find Windy City Grill on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we'll see you soon at Windy City Grill in Maryville. been listening as we are now here in the post game show of this Win City certified and Maryville game of the week and I am here with Alcoa senior quarterback Caden Buckles. Caden, heck of a ball game tonight. Thank you. 30 to 27 and nail biter between these two schools. Um, for you and you and I talked about this a minute ago, you come into this game number 1 you were ineligible last year for this ball game so you had to watch all of it unfold last season having that lead at half, Maryville fighting back in the second half and not getting that opportunity until the playoffs for you to really come in and take it, take control of this team at the helm. What do you what'd you take away from last year that helped prepare you for your first start as the Alcoa quarterback against Maryville? Yeah, so like you said last year, um, I, had to, I had to sit on the sidelines, I had to watch, and obviously watching them come back, watching Major Newman get hurt, and watching the way that game unfolded, it hurt. But... Uh, we all knew that no matter what, we had to come out and we had to finish that season. And next year, we had to try to get it back. And as you can see, tonight it didn't happen, but uh, I, can't, I can't be more proud of this team for the, the game we played tonight. Going into this with a lot of uncertainties um, of some players, some schemes, some things we had defensively, offensively, uh, and to go out and play like that, especially in the second half, to rally like that, it um, it showed our true colors tonight, and I'm I can't be more proud. Yeah, absolutely. You talk about the grit and the fight in this team. This was a game where momentum shifted a lot, but early on, you guys started that first drive, looked like you were clicking. One mistake leads to a total shift in that momentum. Right, Maribel starts to build a little bit of a lead, and you go into half trying to climb your way back in it. But man. The second half, for a while, you, Maryville didn't score a point for a while, and you guys got yourselves all the way back into tying this ball game. Then they took the lead again. You fought your way back and forth with them, and ultimately lose by three points. Just an incredible game by you guys, and, and I couldn't agree with you more. But I want to kind of single it out to, to to your play tonight as why you're the player of the week. 24 of 30 passing, over 300 yards two passing touchdowns, and then running the football 12 times for 42 yards and two touchdowns as well. Every single touchdown scored tonight for Alcoa was by you. Talk to me about what you saw and what helped you prepare to have such an incredible night tonight against the Rebels. Yes, sir. So um, we, we came out this week, and we knew that a lot, a lot of time this game is strictly based off of quarterback play. And last year, I – Honestly, talking about Zach Lunsford, I couldn't be more proud of him and how he played last year. To come out as a sophomore in his first varsity start ever and play the way he did, he was, he was tremendous. And we had a lot of team mistakes, and no, nobody could blame that one on him. Mm-hmm. And to come out tonight, to have this team trust me, to have them trust me enough to throw the ball 30 times, um, it, it means a lot. And we, we came out, we knew that I was going to have to make big plays, Major Newman was going to have to make big plays, all of our receivers, Isaiah Bryant, even our running backs, Jordan Harris, Itty, uh, Eli- Elijah, and we really we came out on offense, and 
obviously, like you said, we were we started off slow. Uh, you never want to give up a defensive touchdown in the first the first series, but no matter what we, what happened, we came out in that second half and we fought and we fought and we didn't give up until the fourth quarter was over. So the way the way it unfolded, you obviously never want to see that, but it, it's all right. Absolutely. And now we move to the other side of the football defense. This defense, man, there was a lot of question marks coming into this season, right? You lose Greg Carroll, you lose Camden Burden, you lose Isaiah Cox, you lose Ronald the Tank Jackson. You, you have some key guys on that defensive side of the ball that aren't there anymore. And then what you do is you put kind of two new guys at the linebacker position. Now, Davis had played it off and on last year, right? But now a full-time role. Braden Cornette as a sophomore takes over. You've got some new faces in Dugan and some other guys kind of shifting at that defensive back position. And then you ask Major to take a step back into the secondary from yeah. linebacker to safety, which Rankin told us the other night when we were interviewing him, and I agree it's probably going to be more of his natural position at the next level just based on his build and his yeah. size. But, you know, this guy was used to playing right at the line yeah. of scrimmage. Now he's got to go back and see the whole field, some adjusting for him. Um, but, man, what – we were worried about as being maybe the, a little bit of the Achilles heel coming into the season, knowing the offense had a lot of experience with it. They played a heck of a game tonight. Absolutely. You, you couldn't have said it any better. To have I – mean, I, I have to put my love under Braden Cornette. The way that he showed up in the second quarter on and he got in the backfield, stopped Noah Vaughn, which I, I have to give credit to him. He's one of the best running backs I've ever seen. In, in person, he's, he's elusive, he's fast, and he, he knows what to do with the ball. And to have Braden Cornette get in the backfield multiple times and stop him, Aaron Davis helping there, I got to give props to Joe McCord, our new defensive lineman, and like you said, Major Newman backing up and really being the leader of this defense. He's, he makes the calls. He, everybody rallies behind him. And like you said, there were a lot of question marks. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we showed everybody tonight that our defense, in, our defense can play mm -hmm. and our defense can play well. And, man, they've grown up through only the first three, four games of the season. They've grown up quickly. Um, and I saw one or two new faces tonight. Now, one's a little bit of an older face, but I hadn't seen a lot early in the season, I think, because of an injury. I think Michael Williams was really big up front in the nose guard position back. And then there was a freshman, um, 45, Nolan Henry, I believe it was. It looked like maybe he was up front on the defensive uh, line. That, that's Joe McCord. Oh, okay. Joe McCord, yeah. Okay, I was like, man, is that a freshman? So who, tell me more about Joe McCord. So he, he transferred in from Bearden. Okay. Um, he didn't get eligible until the Northview game. They had to move. Uh, he moved Alco right before the Northview game. And okay. he has shown all of our defensive coaches – that he can play. And yeah. to show Coach Gamble that quick that you're able to make differences on mm -hmm. that D-line, it's, it's very it's, – it's uplifting the team because he, he is very nitpicky in who he puts on, on that D-line. He's had Greg Carroll. He's had TT. <laughs> he's had Solomon. So yeah. he knows good D-linemen. Yeah. So to have him out there, to have Bubba out there, Bubba came back from Achilles tear. Oh, so wow. he, he had surgery um, on an Achilles tear in the summer, and he okay. came back and played this game. So – I can't be more proud of him mm -hmm. for w being willing to do that. Got cleared yesterday to play. Wow. Um, didn't have a full speed practice yet. Yeah. And to come out here and play the way he did, uh, I, I couldn't be more proud of the guys. Yeah, absolutely. And, and Joe McCord, for my own knowledge, what year is he? He's sophomore. Sophomore. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so you got some more youth on that side with Elijah a lot of Cannon. A lot of growing, yeah. Jordan Harris is a junior. Like You got some exciting things for this defense moving forward for sure. Um, and, and just the, the last thing, Caden, we'll, we'll close it with this. Um, we talked about offense. We talked about defense. We talked about the game itself. But moving forward, what do you, what do you take away from this game as you try to learn from it, put it in the past, and move forward in, in search of a seventh straight title, in a 20th championship for Alcoa. 
So right before we walked off the field to go see people, um, we'd finished breaking it down. I called everybody back in, and I told them there's no, absolutely no reason anyone should have their head down right now. We played until the last whistle. We played until the final buzzer, and that's all you can ask. Um, they, at the end of the day, they came out on top, but the ultimate goal is to go in a ring, and that's what we need to do right now. So we, we've got a region game next week, which if you look at, look at it statistically, it's more important getting to that state championship. Yeah. So we've we got to get our minds right, and we've got to go play football. Absolutely. Well, we presented him a minute ago with the player of the game plaque. So for those of you who didn't get to see that yet, and Caden, uh, we really appreciate your time tonight and taking the time out of your busy schedule. I saw you on the field. Everybody wanted to talk to you after the game. So we were trying to stall. We we're like, hopefully he'll get up here. And we're certainly glad you did. Um, but if there's one thing we know about tornadoes, they don't stop until the job's finished. And so we've got a long way to go, and we're looking forward to seeing what happens next. So thanks so much. We're going to take a break. Uh, thank you, those who follow us on Facebook. We appreciate you watching. But we're going to take a break here on the radio show, and then we'll wrap it up with a bow in just a minute. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online, smaxes.com. That's S-M-A-X-E-S dot com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. Your smile. It's your business card. It's your approval. It's an expression of your love. Your smile is such an important part of who you are. So when we say simply extraordinary smiles, what we mean is simply an extraordinary you. At Everting Orthodontics, we offer five-star reviews, free consultations, and flexible payment options. With offices in Knoxville, Maryville, and Morristown, we've kept East Tennessee smiling for over 20 years. Visit us today at evertingortho.com. And for everything ortho, remember Everting Ortho. certified in Maryville game of the week. For those of you who just were listening a minute ago, we had Caden Buckles on the headset with me as uh, he was honored with the player of the game from Smoky Mountain Axe House. Um, so congratulations to him. A heck of a night over 300 yards passing with two touchdowns, 42 yards rushing, two more touchdowns. The only player for Alcoa to score tonight and had all four of those in a close 30-27 to 27 loss. Uh, so uh, we're going to wrap it up here in just a moment. But before we do, we've got Scott Dunkel back on the headset with us who has a, a, just a final thought to say before we go. Well, hey, thank you very much. And this is just from the heart from myself, you, and Trevor as well, and the family. Just wanted to thank the Alcoa family, friends, um, and all that, um, our listeners and everything that had um, – sent our thoughts and prayers regarding um, the passing of my mom, your grandmother, Trevor's grandmother, uh, last week. Again, we just um, are very appreciative, and we just wanted to say thank you. Absolutely. Yeah, devastating loss in our family as uh, my grandmother and uh, Scott's mom and um, uh, several, obviously, other family members lost a, a, a cousin, a grandmother, a mom, um, a great-grandmother, 
um, and we're certainly going to miss her. Uh, she passed away um, about a week ago now, and um, we just want to thank everyone. I'm, I'm just going to mimic what Scott said here just a second ago, but we can't thank our friends and family enough for the support that they've provided over the last week. Um, always hard to lose someone so special and dear to your heart, um, but we, we learn in the hard times the great people we have beside us and around us that are there for us in times of need and we couldn't be more grateful so thank you so much for that love and support we truly cherish it and we'll carry it with us moving forward as well um, but we want to thank also our followers and listeners who tuned into the game tonight a heck of a ball game and one that we were super excited about and we hope you were too and we hope we were able to live up to it as it was a fantastic ball game as Marty Millsaps and I got the pleasure of making that call. But your final score here at Alcoa High School, Maryville 30, Alcoa 27. For Heath Dunkel, myself, excuse me, Scott Dunkel, Marty Millsaps, Adrian Harrell, Trevor Dunkel, Andy back at the studio. Until next Friday night, we say so long, good night, and yes, that just happened.